This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Down the line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. As you can see, it is episode 50, 5-0 of the Halls of Ardenvul Mega Dungeon campaign. Thank you to everyone who has followed us this long. You are in it for the long haul and we appreciate you. As you can see, we have an upgrade to the overlay system, a little bit shinier looking, a little bit more chrome as it were. Hope you enjoy it. And I am John. I am your referee for the evening, and going around the horn, we have. I am Mike. I am playing Darius Vile, the first level, and 76 experience points shy of second level, <laughs> human assassin. <laughs> we would normally have David playing Rin 2, the elf, but he is dead to us once again tonight. Oh, I guess I'm next. <laughs> you think after 50, I'd probably oh, know. Uh, I'm I'm Matt. I play Avaricios, the left hand of Lysion, sixth level cleric. But I'm only what like uh, what uh, uh, a, a, a zillion points uh, shy of level seven. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Ted. I play Mortis J. Gobliano, bringing you all of the goblin to all of the people all of the time. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. So we are diving back in. Other than the fact that it is episode 50, we're going to pick up right where we left off. But we have a special surprise for you this evening. And that surprise mm -hmm. being that you're getting double the amount of 3D6 DTL tonight. We are going to be doing a extra long session in order to celebrate. And so I have told them to bring up their backup characters just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, other than that, I hope you guys can sit back, make sure that you maybe pause right now and grab yourselves a coffee or something else a little bit juicier to drink and uh, enjoy this long, extra long episode. So let's pick up right where we were last time. We are on the 2nd of Jelenios. It is 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, they are on, the, on a series of stone uh, a staircase that was basically going up around a... Um, around a corner and they met a stone door and peering through that stone door, they were actually met with a room full of corpses and it's standing in the middle of those corpses was a statue of Arden. But strangely, the first time they've ever seen Arden depicted in this manner, she was actually wielding two hammers in her hand. And um, I can't remember who it was who was peering through. Was that Darius? Yeah, Darius. And you had seen that the, um, that they did indeed, uh, the bodies did appear to have been crushed. There is a door beyond that uh, room on the other side, which is closed. Is it actually a door, John, or is it an opening? Because I didn't door. actually put It's a door. Is it is a door. Like a yeah, it, is a, door. it is not a stone door, however. Uh, when they opened the stone door, when Darius opened the stone door to peer into that room with the corpses and the statue, there was actually a magic mouth over the other side, like on the inward side of that door that actually spoke, but it spoke in Mithric, which no one present now speaks which is a darn womp, shame womp. Um, i mean we got the we got the gist of it right yeah yeah 
<laughs> yes, she was telling us we're screwed. <laughs> also in tow, you have a new companion, and her name is Lyta. She is thoroughly insane, rather stinky, um, and has been here for a quite some time. Uh, she has thoroughly lost her mind because she has had very little in the way of sustenance other than fish from the Arden's Grotto. And she is fearful to go north because of what she calls the dead to the north, which all of you are familiar with. And she is fearful to go south um, because of the presence of what she calls the demon, which is the turtle in the water. So she has to kind of pick her moments whenever she was going fishing. Uh, but she is basically like cowering in the back. Uh, you've promised her that you will be um, getting her out of here. And she in return has given you one of her small amounts of treasures, which is um, a ring of Arden, which you have suspicions as to what the use of that might be. Um, in addition, uh, Avaricios's excellent use of the Sticks of Snakes spell allowed his pet snakes to dive to the bottom of the grotto and retrieve a key that allowed them to actually access the stairway in the first place. So they sense that an exit is close or they are on the right path, but they still have a lot of options. So we'll pick it up there. So what do you do? I think well, we should rename our adventuring party room full of corpses because it seems to be the <laughs> thing we encounter most often. Yep. I, I, I will say too that all week on the Discord, we've been calling that statue of Arden Hammer Arden. Like it's hammer time. <laughs> hammer time. Well, that right. that brings up a good question, actually, John, because we've asked this before. Mike, I'm surprised you didn't ask it yet. Are the hammers bloody or do they have like blood stains we did ask on that them? question, Matt. Mm -hmm. or, or at least we asked if it looked like the bodies had been destroyed by hammers. That one you and did. The answer to that was yeah. yes. So yeah, is there goop on the hammers? It's not goop, but there are definite like really old, I mean really old uh discolorings on the on the you know the business ends of the hammer okay well to that point could you clarify for us then john we know that there's a bunch of corpses but it looks like they're from um two different incidents there's ancient arcantian legionnaire corpses a couple of lizard men two others i forget who probably adventurers of some kind mm -hmm. what kind of time frame we're we looking for these corpses being dead it's very difficult to tell once again you you've not stepped into the room um, right. So it, uh, it's hard to tell the, so it's a, it's a definitely a mix of ancient and modern. You can tell that much. The ancient right. ones you can immediately peg because the Arcantian legionnaires are the most old. You can tell that probably more recent in general, although you can't, you can't separate out exactly, but as a lump more recent and modern, the two lizard men, which is the first that you've ever seen. You've only heard tales of lizard men. Right. Um, uh, they are not something that like lizard men tribes just sort of like, are in the empire. That's not the case. They, they usually, they usually right. live on the fringe. Um, and there is a single human adventurer appears to be male. And, a, and the strangest of all was this very strange, um, automaton or something like that. It looked look vaguely arachnoid, but it's all made <clears throat> of metal and, um, gears and things like that. So, uh, eight legionnaires, Two lizard men, one human, one mechanical spider. Correct. Walk in, walk into a bar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Do we want to try the um, grappling hook and rope trick and try and get some of the bodies over to us? I don't see why not. That, uh, light source oh, right now. You have Elizabeth's lantern. Yeah. Wow. All right. So um, 
I don't know if we still have one. Aren't our ropes still and our grappling hooks still? It's all still in the lake. In the grotto. Um, Let me see if we have anything. I can't pull another one. I already pulled one of those out today, so I can't. You pulled Um, a rope out, but not a... Just a quick update for the audience too. Uh, the the um, retainers that we have are Yost, Nyal, and Elizabeth. Um, right. And you have Lita as well, who's not a retainer, just but is is there. And um, there was something else I was going to mention. Oh, uh, don't forget that you guys should be numbering the rooms with your own yeah. numbering system. Yep. We decided to adopt this because it's going to make it easier for us for us to track where certain items have been found as we continue with the campaign. So Matt. I don't know, like, uh, how many ropes have we used in the uh, in the grotto room? Like, was it three? Is it three of the, the lines that are there? Because that would have been uh, Mort's, Gorin's, and probably David's first character. Or yeah. something. I still have rope on my character. Okay, I uh, yeah, Nyal has some rope also. Um, oh, and he he has a crowbar. I'll, we could use we could tie the rope to the crowbar use that as just like a big hook okay i mean one of the bodies is like right here by the door it looks like if the map is accurate so maybe we want to just try and grab that guy first and just Pull see if in. there's any clues on them <clears throat> about what this is yeah. I feel pretty sure like that statue is a guardian for this room and I think if you could also pull the live chicken trick and throw it in there you know uh, let me see if I've already pulled cl- up Clarice has already been be- pulled out today um, okay, what about Wilbur? Could you pull Wilbur out? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we we can do that if we want to. Why don't we? Um, uh, I'm worried that if we activate her, she might come kick our ass too. Um, uh, why don't we do that? To try to try to hook a, a corpse and bring it to us first, because that seems like the least likely thing that's going to wake her uh, wake her up for hammer time. Okay. John, is that body really right by the door right there? Can we just kind of hook it and bring it in? Uh, it, no, the, Ted just scattered them around. But there, but yeah, there's enough bodies. There's so many bodies in the room. Like, they're basically everywhere. What do you want to so, aim for? What are you hooking them with? A crowbar tied to a rope. Uh, okay. So cool. with, a, with a rope and a crowbar, you can basically, you know, grab anyone you want. Pretty yeah, much. let's just start with one of the adventurers, one of the human adventurers. Because so there's, there's only one human the... adventurer. Okay, let's grab him. Okay. Okay, so this is you, Darius. Hopefully, hopefully, he's got a book that teaches us how to speak Mithric. Is this you, Darius? I'm sorry. Is this? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want me to do it? Do I have to roll for something? No, no, no. I'm just asking if you're the one doing it. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. All right. I won't say it takes a turn to attach the crow, just not the rope with the crowbar. Um, that's fine. Um, and you uh, throw it in and you hook it on the adventurer. Not a problem. It's it's pretty easy to snag something and you start hauling it in. Um, as you do, you hear the magic mouth, which you can't see, right? It's sort of like above you as you're kind of standing in the archway. You hear it in tone again, and it appears to be in much more serious tones. And it just says something like a short, quick, like a short little phrase. And then you see the statue of Arden jerk up its hands, like woof, like both both hammers come up and it starts to stalk towards the uh, the corpse that you're that you're um, dragging through the door. Ooh, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> no. OK, that's what we didn't want to happen. <laughs> let him go. Let him go. Let him go. 
Yeah, stop dragging the body, John, and retreat back down the staircase. Okay, the door. So it it kind of stops in front of the um of the corpse, and you kind of be back for far enough away. Uh, or, or do you close? Do you close the door? I don't think we can close the door at the top of the stairs. Sure, we can. While it's doing that, I think we're talking about going back down to the antechamber and and locking that door. Oh, let's close this one. I don't want that thing following us down these stairs. Oh, really? It opens out, man. I just kind of picture us going into the room to try and shut that door. You know? Oh, we just pull it. We pushed it. We can just pull it. You can definitely close it if you want to. That's why I'm asking. Okay. Let's do that then. You close it? Okay. So as you sort of yank your crowbar and rope off the body and and, um, quickly retreat, the last thing you see as Darius is closing the door is you see the statue basically raise one of the hammers up. The door closes and slams, and then you hear an awful, like, squelching sound, like a poof. Nice. Nice. Now he's extra dead. <laughs> okay. So now you're just sort of lit by Elizabeth Lantern in these kind of tight quarters. Um, let me head over to Miro here so people can see uh, where they are. And so, yeah, you guys are here on this uh, staircase. I'll put you right on the land. Oop, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, do you? I'm screwing everything up. No. Where is the... I'll exit. I got it. Ah, crap. Tay, can you move the PC things back on the landing above? There you go. Um, yeah, so you're like right there. What all right, I've do? just added room numbers all over the place. Wow. Great. All right, smart guys. Now what do you want to do? Um, <laughs> well... I guess that answers the question about uh, the motion of the statue, but we could settle whether the coffer works. Well, I mean, uh, what I worry about, I I think the coffer undoubtedly will work, but I don't want to risk it at our current health levels. Fair, fair. Right. I I think, uh, I think I've said this before. I'm not usually one for proposing a rest, but, in this place where we are right now, we have two, one locked door, one other door guarded by a statue. Um, this might right. be a good place. It's a little early in the day, though, and um, I think there are a few spells that I mean, we talked about this on the on the Discord. Av still has a few spells. Elizabeth does too. Um, I think we should pop those off. See if we can learn anything new rest and then heal up in the morning and uh go from there but okay um so did so you want you have to um well the uh i have uh two spells that i think would be really good uh i have detect magic which we haven't used and we could use that either here just on the stuff that we already have um if we want to move around we can but it only lasts two turns so um wherever we want to do that we should you know have all our stuff ready i figure we have a lot of stuff that we've collected we don't know for sure if it's magic or not we don't know if uh Lita's stuff is you know uh magical or not right um but we could do that and then um uh detect objects is the okay. other one and uh, locate object uh yeah sorry did i say detect yeah locate object is the other one um and we can use that That's one too one. yep here's your object you've got one <laughs> Um, so, um, uh, what do you guys think? Should we do, do you want to do the, uh, the detect magic here or do you want to locate, relocate somewhere and then do it? Um, 
just remember, like if we I go think, too far east, Lida won't, or yeah, uh, too far east, Lida won't come with us. Yeah. Well, she says she's un- reluctant to do so. Yeah, we we might be able to find a way to convince her, or you know, bribe her or something. It's so, not like Lida is basically you know. like heaving, cleaving close to Lisbeth. I'm going to say. Um, just because she's like the source of light and she's also like the other female in the group. Um, right. So uh, she, uh, but you could see that Lyta is, it appears to be ex- in extreme distress, even more than normal after having witnessed what just happened with the statue. Like she's, you know, she's kind of like clawing at, at, at Elizabeth and it's like, We're this, there's no way out. There's no way out. Lyta, have, right. so- have you seen that the statue before? Do you remember? I remember. Yes, I remember. More and your buddies uh, in there. <laughs> Let's, Let's not bring up the corpse. More right. will uh, try and reassure reassure her and tell her that the deal still stands and not to worry. We're going to get out. We kind of expected there to be something in there. We have some other ideas. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all right, Lita. Don't worry. You can we also see deal. too that um, uh, Elizabeth, unlike Nyal and Yost, uh, she seems to be wavering in her her faith in 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 the party's ability to get out of there safely who is lida uh no uh elizabeth Elizabeth, come on i mean we've lost a couple of good guys but uh you know it's it's not it's not requiring a role yet i'm just kind of telegraphing that a role might be upcoming if you don't make some forward progress soon she now to be frank she does as you probably well aware she doesn't have much of a choice like you Uh know the the going off alone isn't going to do her much good Mm-hmm. But you kind of have a feeling like if you guys don't prove yourself soon, it, once you do get to safety, she's going to make a roll. Right. right. Reasonable. Right. Reasonable. So the question, Matt, is about the detect magic. And I'd yeah. say we don't have a particular um, need for that right away. The locate object might be better done first in case we decide to locate something that might be magic and then we can confirm it for okay. example the other option is we do um depending on what you want to look for we could do the grotto thing next i kind of well, like that well here's here's what i was thinking because it might right. feed in with the with the idea we had for the grotto is right. if we try detect objects to detect a pathway out of here that we haven't seen like an unknown passageway we might be able to um and again he's not going to pinpoint exactly or pinpoint exactly where it is but he'll if we move around this one lasts uh i think six turns six turns right you can do a lot of triangulation in six turns exactly so if we look for you know unexplored uh uh, passageways or secret doors or something of that nature, we can run around even in the areas that we're kind of familiar with back down in here and see if anything pings just in case we end up, you know, this is a dead end or what have so you. There I'll might be you, other ways. As I told you, I would telegraph, like I would tell you if lo- if what you're positing would not work with located object. Undisco- un- unexplored passageways will be interpreted by the spell's magic as in no living creature has ever been down them. Right, like it okay. doesn't know. It doesn't know what you, you know. The magic does not know what you right. have explored. Secret doors is a, is is totally valid. Okay. Right. So yeah. here's a question, John. Let's say we're standing, you know, um, right here, and we say, okay, locate a secret door, and there's one that's twenty feet away. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
uh, and we move 60 feet, is it still going to point at the same one or is it going to point at a potentially closer one? Like, yeah, yeah, if another one becomes closer it, as we move around. It will change depending on whatever's closest to you. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's super useful. Yeah. That could be quite useful. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking actually under those circumstances, secret door might be secret pretty door. Good. My good. Secret door? I mean, what about going and retrieving the magic sword with the um with your invisibility to animals? That was the other thing we talked about doing too. Uh, I mean we can <laughs> we can we can still try to do that. Well, except that. Yeah. Uh, I believe that that plan did not call for retrieving the sword because the sword is in or near the turtle and that grotto plan did not call for going near the turtle. It It called for searching the other end of the room. It did with the the invisibility to animals, which Elizabeth has. Well, so the other, uh, just so everybody knows, the other thing that we've discussed, the spell that uh, Lisbeth has left is invisibility to animals, which there's an animal that we would like very much to be invisible to. Uh, the only limitation to that is that uh, it only lasts one turn. So it's not like we can, uh, you know, kick that off and then go explore that whole grotto looking for looking for stuff. So our initial idea was to uh, maybe go down the the western set of stairs that leads to there so that there's some cover because we know that turtle lives on the far eastern side. Look around a little bit, kick off the spell there, and just give Mort, because he has he's the only one with uh, Infravision now, a quick dive and look around and back into cover before that. If, if you stack Detect Magic on top of the uh, Invisibility to Animals, then the magic item would glow underneath the water. Ah, that's a good idea. We could do it, in this, we could do it over in the stairs. That's, that's pretty good. Good thinking, but it Mike. does mean like there's no freaking way. Mort would fail a morale roll if you told him to go look for the turtle. It's like not going to happen. He's, he's yeah, no, uh, no, 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 no. We're going to stay in the west. I, I would west. also He'll do this, but he's yeah. not going all the way over to where the turtle is to look for Ignis. No, no, no. That is that is not worth it because it, the the chances of something happening would be too high. If you go so there. we're talking about resting first, is what I'm hearing. Is that correct? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. We and that's the whole point of this, like navel gazing exercise. <laughs> <Burn some laughs> We're spells. trying to figure out how to use these spells that we have memorized. Right. Okay, so then are you going to the grotto then? Yeah, we want to go to here. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, I'm we'll not go there getting in the water. So I am, or, you know, so I am kind of taking a back seat on this, like signing off on the plan. Okay, thing. so you can um, you can move through the door. Um, I'm assuming you're going to be moving slowly the entire time, no matter what, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep our keep our caution on. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you um, <laughs> so you move through the oh. northern door and uh, which was intact. This is the one that you opened with the key that the uh, Avarice ah. snakes found, right. right? Um, and you're in that small antechamber where the walls are bare, but there is that inscription which you know from on. We were telling you that it was um, she was immovable and steadfast. Which leads down the stairs into the actual Hall of Labors itself. However, you're bypassing that, correct? And you're going through the broken hinged door, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So going around there, um, it, it still it starts to smell again. Of course, you know what the source of that smell was. Um, light is kind of hugging back behind, just sort of whimpering the entire time. And you hook a corner down uh, on the right hand on the right hand side there uh, to the south down that staircase so you haven't been down here before however it is exactly as you anticipated the water the stairways go down the entire way and in exactly the same way on the symmetrical eastern tunnel is where the water starts there is that same amount of flotsam with really gross stuff that is washed up 
and you have a feeling that it empties out in back into the grotto as well. So that same line, same is on line. the other side, yep, exactly. right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What's the second line there, by the way? The second line. It's just, it's just, side. just more, just water. more water. Yeah. More waves. Water. Okay. It didn't waves. Waves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Art. All right. So, what? Uh, what's the range and duration of that detect magic? It was two turns, and how far would it illuminate? Things it's, that are magic? Uh, two turns, and I believe it is. Is it 60 feet? Let me check. And do they illuminate to everyone or just to you? Just the person that's been cast on, I think. Just letting you know that the um, start of the session, uh, three turns have passed. One to to, to fuck with the statue and two to get to this point. Okay. So what time does that put us at here, John? It is 3 Uh, p.m. exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, Detect magic is two turns and the range is 60 feet. On who? On the caster? No, on the... uh, Oh, for detect magic... Uh, no, it just says that enchanted objects, areas, or creatures are caused to glow. Both permanent okay. and temporary enchantments Perfect. are revealed. I mean, you can't walk around with it. You understand? Right, right, right. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna park uh, at the edge of that water. At 10, it's 20, a sixty 50, foot 40, 50, 60. radius. Then, uh, yeah, sixty okay. foot radius. So I'll go down. Uh, I have to get in the water to really yeah, make I'll, it most effective. Yeah, I'll wade in enough. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Yeah, if, if I go one more square down, so that I'm like waiting in the stairwell. Okay. Question for you about that, though. Uh, the corpse that was on that ledge opposite the grotto, did you guys get to that? Did you look, check him out? Well, I mean, from our backstory, that's kind of where I started. That was like my buddy, and we, he got washed down here with us. And that's how, and we've been trapped on that ledge until we, you know, could get brave enough to get off the turtle or get off the ledge. So we technically have not checked it, but just from like kind of like context, I think we know that there's not that much to it. Well, you would know Darius, right? Like this is your companion. He doesn't have anything valuable on him. Right. The the turtle, the turtle got him. Like that's what, that's what killed that guy. That's just turtle herps up there. Okay. So uh, you cast, so you cast a spell and you sort of wade into the water, just like expanding. Hold on, hold on. Nope. Nope. Before you cast that, we have to make sure we have our whole plan in place. So you're going to cast it, and then we'll look around and see, and then Mort will go swimming for one turn, right? Yeah. So Mort, while he while he's getting ready to cast the spell, Mort will strip down, get out of his armor, that kind of thing. He's just wearing his little you know loincloth like a good legionnaire and his sandals. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking, uh, can I have some of that wire? I want to like. Or, or some string, not not like big heavy hemp rope, but something have, to tie the what pin. What do you what do you what do you want, my friend? I have I have wire. Yeah. I have a Facebook. I have twine. It, I want to tie of- the pin to me, right? So that like I can't drop it. But if I need it, I have it. Like if something else is in the water, I'm not defenseless. Okay. Okay. You're taking um, the pin in there. Taking the pin. Okay, so unless you want, another... I mean, I could take Clavum, I guess, but I'm not going in there unarmed. Yeah, yeah take it. We've, we've got, yeah, keep, keep tied to it. Yeah, we'll be all right. Okay, it takes another turn for to divest yourself and to attach, you know, get yourself already. All right, so now we can cast the two spells. We'll cast the one, look around, then cast the other, and 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 get in the water. And and of course, if there's nothing magic turning up there, I guess all I'm looking for is is any 
like oh. how uh well, let me let me just roll through it right like plans in place let's 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 go forward okay fine. okay bam, bam, bam. so you everest goes you you cast detect magic you expand your senses outward um whether you're you kind of waist up in in that nasty water it's like all these parts are just sort of you know hitting against you and um indeed they're well it's it's line of sight right so things don't like ping through walls or anything like that right it's like basically what you can see they just glow yeah they anything in that radius is going to start glowing i can see it huh no you that's yeah. how the that's how this he just read the spell stuff I, glows stuff glows it's within not the to line the caster, of sight. john it's it's yeah within line of sight yeah oh i see okay yeah. so um uh, obviously in front of you uh, that the only, and there's nothing behind you that's magical as you know um but um the uh down below i'd say in the narrow vision that you have right um you can definitely see a, a number of different things that ping um in the western side of the grotto that's great okay i'm gonna grab a large sack as i wade into the water okay um, okay do you, do you want do you want the invisibility now or do you want to wait as I'm getting into the water, yeah, you need to put it on me. Okay. Okay. Visibility uh, animals is uh, Lisbeth, right? That is yeah. Lisbeth, yes. And that is a druid first level. Okay, that is going to be one turn of non-magical idol. Uh, yep, that'll work. Okay. So, um, yeah, you cast it. And it doesn't seem to have any sort of effect on the rest of you, right? You can't even tell that anything was done. Um, okay. But, uh, but uh, Lisbeth does cast it on you, Mort. And other than your preparations for that, are, are you doing anything breath-wise? You're, you're just using your own... I don't... Yeah, ability. I can't, like, okay. you know, breathe underwater or anything. So he's going to be, like, sort of swim, dive, come up, dive, we, come up. Would okay. you guys know what a snorkel is? Could I pull a snorkel out of the bag? <laughs> <laughs> not not a snorkel snorkel, but you could pull, like, a cane reed sort of thing if you wanted to. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, look, can, you can use it if you, you want. Can you pull a, you know diving suit out with a big bronze helmet <laughs> you know with the that's exactly what i pull out yeah and apparatus of qualish yeah that's right but Boy, you're, planning, you're, planning on, you're planning on diving down right all the way down to 35 feet to the bottom right? yeah okay so anyways you uh you you have to take on, on faith that Elizabeth is skilled enough to actually make you invisible. Now, see, this is the real morale yeah. check if she really does cast the yeah. spell. Lyda yeah. is like peering I mean, from behind Elizabeth's leg and is just like looking at Mort with awe as if she's never seen a greater hero in her life. And she hasn't. I would yes. like to point that out. <laughs> as you wade through the body parts and bones in the water and then disappear from view. Um Mort, you enter <laughs> this. You met. You enter this cold water, and eventually, like you, have no choice. You um, you have to duck down in order to 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 get through that tunnel. Um, okay. And then you basically are are expelled outwards, and you are able. You're now in the grotto, so you could basically like rise up again, take another deep breath, and then go all the way back right. down. Right. Which okay. Is, which is what you do, I would assume. Yep. Yep, and I'm on infravision now, I guess. Although, if I can see that glowing holy symbol, uh, that'll be nice. But um... uh, yeah, right. So the the room itself, right, is lit by the luminescent moss softly. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. are able to see enough that you can see both the corpse of Rin dangling to your right, Rin the first, and you can see the corpse of right. Darius's companion all the way across the chamber on the other platform. Right. right. There is no sign of the turtle. You don't see any telltale right. ripples or anything like that. Right. Great. Um, uh, but, uh, you, okay. So, but you don't have the tech. So Avaricios is detecting the magic. 
So how are you going to find the stuff? Well, detect the, magic I mean, doesn't activate on the caster. It makes all magical items within the radius of the caster glow. Yeah, so they're glowing. I can see them. Were you sure about that? That's what it says. Are caused to glow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, so that's going to last for two turns. Um, you've got one turn for Invisibility Animals, Mort, so you don't waste any time, and you get the fuck down there. Here's how I'm going right. to do it. And so I'm, Well, I'm looking for two things. One, I'm looking for the magic items and whatever other loot or treasure might be down there, but I'm also looking to see, we think there's another tunnel down here uh, that feeds to or from the waterfall. So if I can pinpoint that, that'll be great. Okay, so here's what I'm going to rule. With the turn that you have, you can yep. definitely pinpoint the sources of the entrances into the grotto. For one thing, I'm going okay. to give, I'll just give that to you, assuming okay. you're not going not that you're not going to explore those tunnels. Um, as far as treasure, though, uh, I'm going to give you this choice: you can, uh, you can retrieve one, you could find one known item from Gorin's corpse, and get that. Like you can just you could just say like I want to get Ignis, and you will have Ignis. That's the only thing you get. That's or, what you should do, dude. Or <laughs> you can uh, roll the dice and choose one random object that I have on a chart here of all the toys that are down there on the bottom of this mm -hmm. grotto. Ignis is a flaming short sword, bro. <laughs> like, I mean... Uh, there could be a set of dwarven armor and oh, Everything oh. that is pinging is relatively small. You know, like something that you would carry on a person. Right. Right. So you just you just see like a bunch of glowing baubles that are just sort of all on the bottom of the of the pool. They're not concentrated. They're scattered all over the place. So that's why I'm just saying, you, you, you know, you can you can decide kind of what you want, but it's going to be completely random. This is like Wheel of Fortune or some shit. <laughs> mm. Let's make a deal, right? <laughs> it's uh, uh, stuff could be good. Dad, get Ignis. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> uh, uh. Um. You end up getting a potion of like something bullshit and be mad, or a potion of something. And, and I'm divesting cool. myself from choosing. Like you don't have to worry that <laughs> yeah. I'm going to screw you over. Like you, I'm really going to roll in the right. chart. Right. Um, so I, let me just, for the sake of of clarity here, mm -hmm. um, I get it, and I, it's very sensible. Although I would I would counter by saying that I got ten minutes to do this. I feel like I could get more than one thing in 10 minutes. No, because they're scattered all over the grotto. And, and you've got to come up and up and down for and it's air. it's not technically and, 10 yeah. minutes. It's like, you know, it's a turn is the amount to do something significant in the game. And grabbing right, one item is, right. is, is one thing. Okay. Um, Flip a coin. No, just take the sword. <laughs> well, we know where Mike stands. <laughs> get the sword, oh. Ted. It's a light source. It's a heat source. It's a magical weapon. And, like, and you're saying that when I like put my face under the water and I look around, I can see like, oh, that's Ignis right there. Or I see some vague other glowing shapes. Could be a ring. Could be a hat. I, I can't tell. Yeah, basically. Basically. Oh, the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Ignis. Take Although, Ignis. Mike, I'm gonna. I'm telling you right now that that's. I've known you 20 years. This, uh, this I know this will make you happy. Like I've, that's, <laughs> if, if I hadn't known you so long, we hadn't been gaming together so long. I'd have gone for something new. But 
for you, Mike, this, for 50, for 50 Ted, episodes. Ted's can, gift can, we, can we do this, John? Can oh. we just do this? What? Have him get Ignis. He's committed to getting Ignis. Can you roll on the chart now and tell us what we would have gotten? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely well, We not. might come back. Come Absolutely. on, back. No fucking come way. All right. I got a plan, though. I got a no. plan. All right. So I'm yeah. going to go down. I'm going to be like, oh, sweet. There's Ignis. That was a great sword. We're going to get that back. Bits of dwarf um, stuff to it. I'm going to stick <laughs> stick it into the sack. And if there's, is there anything like, and I, I'm not trying to grab it. I just want to ask, is there anything like fairly close to me or between me and the entrance? Like, can I see something glowing? No. You'll, what's that? No. So if I want something else, it's more distance. More turn. Yeah. It, it'll be no, that- I know it's more turns. I'm, I'm not arguing the turns part. I'm yeah. just saying, like, do I have to go further east to get it? Or is it in this end? No, there's a couple items here on the western side, which you can totally get. Um, so uh, you you have one more turn on the detect magic. So you can certainly keep seeing. Okay, right. so here's the deal. You have to, first of all, you got to, after you grab something, you've got to go back up for air, period. Right. right. Yep. I'm back and, up. And what I do is I want to go up and be on the western side of the bust of Arden. Gotcha. Okay, that's fine. Done. And then I want to, uh, you know, look and use infravision. Can I see the turtle? Is the turtle slumbering? And is there anything like I could grab right here close to me, one and done, even though I'm probably visible if the thing comes? Okay, so first of all, you can't see the turtle. Uh, Cannot see the turtle. On the one hand, you're, you're kind of blocked by the, by the statue but right. no, nothing is pinging. Um, the, It'd be a big... Well, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but you, you nothing's showing up, um, which in itself might yield other questions for you. But they're, um, they're, you, the bobbles are still glowing underneath. Yeah. You think that it, to get one more thing, you could certainly do it without any danger of losing your breath or anything like that, but you will be visible to any animals in the area. It's not worth it. Yeah. Bro. While you're th- while you're thinking, one just little fun visual. He's swimming. He's got to be like bonking into fish that can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Actually, yeah. Well, <laughs> you have to grab a few of those and throw them in the sack if you can. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's not worth it. That turtle's gonna come eat you, bro. And Mike, then we're I don't want to you to have anything cool tomorrow. for yourself, Ted. You hear that? I think I think you should do it, Ted. He's I willing. Think you would see the turtle. Yeah. The turtle is, he just ate. He ate Mike, a couple hours ago. Mike is super worried that you're going to get something cooler than Ignis. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would be happy if that happened. Let's just, let's just be clear. Let's just put it this way. Ted, what yeah. does the, what does the goblin want? <laughs> yeah. Goblin, goblin want, goblin get, remember? Goblin want, yeah. goblin get. I mean, goblin technically too, Ted, you are by yours. You're more by himself. You, you get to make the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, he is. He is uh he is definitely wealth motivated. He is known for making poor decisions. When <laughs> wealth, wealth motivated is such a good term for greedy. <laughs> Tell um, me about it, though. He's he's I, I'm visualizing him. You know, he's sort of sitting squatting there on the bust of Arden, right? You know, kind of uh, hopping back and forth from one foot to the other, looking around, trying to see the turtle. Yeah, what should I do? Looking what at glowing things. <laughs> So what's I'm going to go for it. Yes. I'm going to go for it. it. Yes. Yes. 
One okay. hit point, Ted. You have one hit point. Just want to make that real clear. You'll right. hear Avaricious's voice in the back of your mind saying, don't wriggle. Whatever you do, <laughs> yeah. don't He's wriggle. He's going to try and be as quiet and non-splashy as possible. Sure, you're going to slither down the boat and slip slither, into the water. quiet. Yep. Apocalypse Now style. Got it. Okay, so yeah, your your loincloth bearing form slips silently back into the water. You also, if you can kind of sit yourself in in the you know world itself, you would have no conception of when the spell would truly lift off of you, right? So right. you're it would be right. even more of a dangerous decision on your part. You know what I mean? Um, right. But uh, with your breath tight in your throat, you uh, dip down below the water and you make a beeline straight down towards the nearest uh, glowing object that is close to you. And uh, shall we roll on a chart? We roll, shall. Um, roll a 1d12. And uh, let's see. Oh, actually, you know what? Hold on. Don't roll it. Don't roll it yet. I need to count the things that are actually magical. Okay. Give, me a sec- give me a second. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Because a bunch of other stuff here as well. With any luck, it'll be like, a, you know, uh, something that would explode the turtle if he bites me. That would be perfect. One. Plasma grenade. Yeah, you got it. Ted, uh, my fingers are crossed for the only blunt magical weapon in this game. That would be great if I came back with a, you know, plus 10 mace. Six. Roll me a D6, please. D6. Mm-hmm. How many fingers the turtle takes? <laughs> you got a two, John. A two. Very good. Okay. I start so, in the sack and I head for the surface. Gotcha. All right, so uh, yeah, you you, uh, you you go down. You're getting close to a bobble, and you see what you're getting near to is a um, a silver scroll case, which is glowing. Okay. 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 And, and then I'm going to head straight up that tunnel. Okay. Great. My little goblin feet flapping like paddles, as carefully and slowly and quietly. So you everything is you, you're expecting like the worst. But everything remains deathly quiet as you paddle your way. Are you going back up the the way you came? Back up to the party. Okay, cool. Sure, you don't want to go, want to go up that eastern stairwell, Ted? No, no, I really don't. <laughs> okay, so you you were using, uh, let's see, yeah, we'll say okay, yeah. I'm not going to make you fight the current. Um, it'll be okay. The current is still there though, uh, but we'll say you used a combination of the ropes and stuff like that. Uh, okay, so let's see. That was one turn for the first attempt and another turn for the second attempt, and I'm going to make it another turn to get your ass back to the party. It is now... Um, While um, I was gone... Exactly. That's what I was thinking. John can... Hold, hold on one second. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I got to look up a quick little thing. Do math, guys. Leave me be. Uh, just got to check something about that item. Da, da, da. Whoa. Okay. Jesus. All right. Figured Found it out. What Jesus down there. What were you, you uh, going to say? So while he was down there doing his thing, that's two, the two turns of detect magic. Can we look at each other and see which of our stuff is glowing? Um, specifically, we'd want to look at Lyta, see um, how she's glowing. Like uh, sure. if the ring that um, she gave to Mort, was well, magic, go, it would person be glowing. Person, if, you're, if there are items that you want to just roll by me and I'll tell you whether or not, or not. Lyta, um, the what pings on her, uh, remember she has that necklace with the fang and the feather? Those uh-huh. are not yeah. magical. Okay. However, the uh, giant WWE dwarf belt is very magical. Okay. The necklace is not magic. 
No. Okay. And what about I the ring? One other she... thing besides the ring, she had a dagger and a fishing line, but those aren't magical. Okay. Uh, there was that. Okay. Pretty sure it is magical, but there was that short sword that we found in one of the ante rooms. Well, um, can we do it differently um, rather than hopping back and forth? I have a list of everything we found. Can I just go down the list, John? Yep. Okay. So we've yep. got light as girdle, magic. The silver scroll case, Ignis is magic. Okay, the amethyst intaglio ring that we got from Lida. Magical. Magic. I knew it. Um, the high-ranking officer's gladius from the Hall of Labors. Uh, high-ranking. Oh, from the eastern side? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, that is magical. Okay, obviously the intelligence sword. Oculus is magical. Uh, let's see here. We have... Um, Av is carrying a warhammer found in a from the barracks, second set of barracks. A warhammer from the second set of barracks. Probably not, but I thought I'd ask. Uh, yeah, that is not magical. Okay. Um, Av has got a holy symbol of Thoth uh, as an ibis from the priest's room. Uh, not magical. Nial has two daggers from the scribe's room. This on this level. Yeah. Yeah, where was the scribe? Where we room? found where where we found same the finger. Place, same place we found the finger. Oh, the were these? No, the scribe's uh, room. Um, north of that map, seven. Yeah, we seven have it seven. listed as seven point six. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Seven. Oh, okay. In those chambers, gotcha. Uh, let me check. What is this again? Sorry. Uh, daggers, well, the right? finger and um, a pair of daggers. Uh. They are one, not magical. Yeah, one was the dagger okay. sticking in the finger. Yeah. Okay. Then um, Mort has a curved dagger he picked up in the statue room. In 711. Uh, I have. Yeah, the Hall of Worthies. Yeah. Probably that one. Yeah. Where was. Oh, the corpse. Um. It's a dagger there. You sure, that's yeah, we, we got found it? we found silver pennies, solid. Oh, you know what? It's probably not that statue room. I mean the cloisters. No, the um, on the map probably room seven, seven, seven five five. I think with the three statues. Uh, where are we here? Oh yeah, when you when we looted the bodies. Yeah. Okay. One of them had um, so we found a bunch of coins. We found two gold rings and we found a curved dagger. Um, this is on the bodies, right? The yeah. body, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what are you checking again? I'm sorry. Curved if dagger. It's, if it's magic, no. Okay. Um, then Mort is carrying a stone canister full of seeds. Where's that from? Uh, the one of the barracks. Uh, okay, hold on. Mm. So that was in like all the soldiers' stuff, I think, right? Yeah. Where's the other barracks? Seven ten, which is what on my map? Okay. Sorry, folks. But they're the throwing same shit room. at me that they didn't say they were going to do. So give me a second. We did. We <laughs> talked about doing detect magic, John. You knew that. 
Uh, 16. What is this that you're looking for? Stone canister with seeds. And there think, should be also from that room two javelins and a teakwood box. I think that was 7-3, that bunk room. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 da, da, da. Yeah, okay. Um, not magic. None of it? Nope. Okay. And then Nial's wearing some ancient armor. From where? From Officer's Barracks. Which is which one? Same one? Uh, no, this is an Officer's one. We found like wax tablet and toys and an ivory box and a bunch of jewelry and stuff in there. Okay, right. Uh, no, the armor is not magical. Okay. There was a small wax package of red dust. Where is that from? Same place as the ivory box, jade earrings, silver locket. Um, it's one of the officer's barracks. Right. So what are, you, what are you looking for? I'm sorry. It's a small waxed paper package of red dust. Oh, yes. That is um, that is magical. Ooh, cool. Ha. Okay. Um, then... I should uh, say that the, it's the dust itself that is magical. Yep. Yep. And it's sort of like okay. it's not like a really a dust. It's like a like a um a brick of like incense, basically. Oh, okay. Um okay, so there's the solid gold statuette of Osiris. Where is, is that, that just gold or is it magic? Oh that was that was from um uh way That's up from above. the temple of yeah. Thoth with the snakes. <laughs> way I, back when. I I have no idea. <laughs> okay, no <laughs> okay. idea. We can, we're getting, we can go back. We're getting pretty far back, but I think actually that is everything on the list that we. What one, one more suspected? Th one more thing. I mean, these are magical to Avaricious, no matter what you say. But the um, uh, the bottles of our uh, ancient brandy, there were yeah. like three of them, and they Those were from the bar in seven four. John, what about that dirty left sock that I found in like room 1643? <laughs> now that you mentioned it, Mike. Is that magical, John? <laughs> yes. Those are actually really okay. good socks. <laughs> um, all right. So that I think covers everything that I've got logged. Uh, there's okay, still okay. a few things we found that we didn't bring with us that might be magic, like we found that big tower shield, but we had to leave that behind. Um, and then everything that was in the, the treasure rooms, the two treasure rooms. So, yeah, we're not there. Right. So, okay. So okay. you basically pegged down everything that's on your persons. What do you do now? Uh, um, Mort will come out. of. Oh, well, I guess you, you've got time, Matt, before Mort comes out of the water. Um, shoot. Was there anything else? No, I think um, just looking at the stuff, was all we were going to do while we were waiting for you. We can kick off the um, uh, the other spells later. But let's see what you got. Okay, more comes dripping, right. dripping, and glistening out of the water like Bo Derek from Ten, and uh, <laughs> and proceeds to put, put put your armor back on, Ted. Or are you going to go in the buff for a little while? See how it, see how what works. I'm going to shake off like a wet dog, and then uh, you know, sort of. Do a lot of stretching and deep knee bends and some calisthenics, you know, as Just I'm put your clothes on before you do the deep knee bends. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm letting it all hang out. 
<laughs> sing it loud, sing it proud. I'm a goblin. Okay, so it takes another Doing turn hot. to put your armor back on. Yeah. It is now 350 50 while, while he's looking, uh, while he's putting his armor back on, can we take a look at that scroll case, open it up, and see if it makes sense to Absolutely. any of us? I'm going to keep it. Do you open it, Mort? <laughs> I do want to inspect it before I just go around opening it. Yes, you. Uh, it has a weird language upon it. There is a scroll inside. Shake it. You can hear it move around in there. I mean, you, um, you open the scroll case, you said, right? Sure, why not? Yeah, so there's a scroll in there. It has writing on it that you cannot read. Yeah. Rats. Uh, None of us? or can that, uh, It's not a cleric scroll or a druid scroll? Uh, no one here currently can read it. Okay. <laughs> damn it, David. <laughs> Another one, damn it. Oh, that's what I risked my armor I glowed, right? Can we, can we look at David's armor? That glowed, right? It glowed, yes. Okay. David's armor... It's from the net. What's the he knight. wearing? He's from wearing the, the knights of the Azure Shields. Highly illegal to wear armor. Oh, I didn't record that. I forgot about that one. It's, uh, it's, it's not a sheet. No, but I, I want to keep it on the log so we make sure we uh, we know about it. I literally um, think that might be the first suit of magical armor we found. Okay. I think, I think so. Yeah. And so that time, is is now caught, time is caught up. Uh, uh, Lyda is very happy to see uh, Mr. Mort, Mr. Mort, come come back up out of the water. Hello, Lyda. Um, How are you? Do we want to try locate objects? Um, so, uh, hey, uh, Darius, you got a magic sword? I do. Oh. Of unknown property. Would you rather carry Ignis? I don't I don't care. You I don't know if I'm for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, who cares? No, Darius, like, but tosses it behind like, Luke Skywalker. It's so. a really good item, and we don't want to just leave it. it like, it's, it's a heat source. It's a light source. But also, <laughs> right. it's a flaming, glowing sword that might not be great for someone who has to be stealthy. Yeah, so Mark, Darius can take it or leave it, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give. Mike, I'm gonna give the scroll to. Uh, I'll give the scroll to somebody else because I, uh, Mort is maxed out for carrying things in his backpack. Uh, let me see down. who's got space for does, it. Does Lida well, I, have a magic weapon, John or uh, Matt? Lida. Lida. Not Lida. Not Lida. Not Lida. Not Lida. Uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth oh. uh, uh, doesn't, but I don't think druids. Um, uh, can use uh, short swords. I do not think they are proficient in that. They, Unless, well, I mean, I you know my house rules. You can. There's only a few classes that actually have restrictions now. Okay. Uh, but let me take a look at uh, druids. What the restrictions are. See if it makes sense for my rules. Combat. While you're doing uh, that. No use. No not metal armor. Your choice of weapons is limited to clubs, daggers, slings, spears, and staves. No, they can they can use whatever. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, she'll take it. She'll. Have to drop something though. Let's see. Okay, she's got she's got some some d- um, dumb stuff she can get rid of. Well, does she know. have to drop it if it's equipped? Um. Uh. Well, she. We want her. She's the one who holds the um. Uh. Uh. Yakin's coffer, so we want her to be able to. Right, but equipped. It doesn't mean in hand. Not necessarily. Equipped means. Equipped means you can get it rapidly. Correct. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, she's got a she's got an equipped slot. Then she can have yeah, that. Okay, yeah. that basically means like a sheath on the side or whatever. You know what I mean? 
Right. Okay. Yost okay. and Mort have equipped slots as well if it's a problem, but Mort no longer uh Mort and Yost no longer have packed item slots. Their packs are full. So okay. okay. Um so are we doing a locate object on uh for teleportation tile or or what are we doing? Secret doors? I like secret door. I think I mean it might be tempting, but I like secret doors. I just have a thing right. for secret secret doors. Cool, do it. I'm happy with that. Just uh, make it so number two. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right, everyone. Avricius thanks. It says a little prayer to Lysion and cast the uh, detect objects or locate objects. I get them mixed up. You know, Lysion, it's, you know, get confused. Too late. I burned it. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, look at, yeah, looking for um, uh, secret secret doors. Secret doors is what the object that we're looking for. The nearest secret door in this uh, this circle in place for the Earth effect. Show me secret doors. Yeah, it's going to be centered on. Know, yeah, I think you've got it centered there, Matt. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nearest secret door in that radius. It feels like cheating. This feels like cheating. It is. That's what all spells are. That's what magic is all about, baby. Yeah. Man Um, of God. Now I feel guilty. What what is this all about? Man of Lysion. I don't know about that. All right. Well, it's a bummer. (laughs) Can Can you guess where the closest secret door might be? Um, I'm going to say West. No, it is. Can you see my thing? Can you see me? I can see, I can see your thing. This is the closest. Oh, son of a... Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's just. We actually opened a door at the top of that, but it's also not secret to us. So does it count? It still counts. Let's just, let's just move. Let's just move down to the other, like the Eastern end of this, uh. What is that? This room. Six six turn, turn, move to turn. the pool room. One, yeah, it's little, it's two, three, it's six three, turns. So oh. we gotta. It's actually nice. It actually ends at the exact same time that Lizbeth's lantern's about to go out. Okay. So there you, you go. Move, if you move to the pool room, Matt, that like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, let me drag that over here. If we move yeah. to. Boom. Two, three, four, five, oh, six, let's go just a little bit over, and then that old door is not in it anymore. Okay, I'm going to say it, it's going to take two turns to get into that room, out of your okay. six. Right. Okay. Okay. But the but the the circle moves with us, so if there's yeah, if it that's how it works. Yeah. Everybody, that's another completed sheet. Moving on. How many have we been through, John? Oh my God, so many. <laughs> so many. Okay. Um. Right. And so where are you now? Okay. Checking the circle. Okay. One moment, please. Ba-ba-ba. Secret door, secret door, secret doors. Sorry, you just got to give me a moment because I got to check everything. Please, please be a secret door that bypasses the the droid. Da-da-da. Oh, that'd be so sweet. Yeah. Oh, and this this would catch those um, uh, tunnels. I see it. That we yeah. didn't explore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And on the way up, when we were near Lyta's room, that would have caught the um, the cloisters of the worthies. So that door would have pinged. Uh, 
would the it one have that, uh, that? Yeah, I guess it probably would have. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that would have pinged at one. Well, you know what? It wouldn't have because the closest still would have been the one behind Arden's head. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and then when you are here and you kind of set yourself, I'm just kind of looking at the path you took as well. Um, nothing at all pings. Ah, okay. Wow. Um, should we take a turn and move up to the, the barricade room? Yeah, but I, let's, not, let's not go any farther than that. Well, let's yeah. listen. Do so, do we hear? Yeah, do we hear Eustace? You don't hear him. Uh, you do hear Lyda, however, uh, kind of lets out a short little scream and refuses to go up that northern corridor. That's fine. I'll stay here with her. Okay. Okay. And let right. Everest just go up there. Thank I'll you, Mr. You. Mort. Thank you, Mr. Mort. The dead are up there. All right. So we grab this and go up to just in front of the barricade then? Yeah, we'll yeah, go up to the... further than that. I'm not going any further than that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's probably just going to ping the cloisters. That is correct. It pings the cloisters. Okay. Yeah, I can't move far enough to get that out of there. That's another turn. You have yeah. two more turns left on the locate object. Uh, I think and, you should uh, go into the... And the lantern. Uh, we right, can't make so, it back down to the western staircase in two turns, right? Uh, the oh, western staircase? No, not oh. two turns, no. Um, don't should forget we, that Lyda we... and Mort are both in darkness. Um, although both of you can... Lyda has actually grown like a small amount of dark vision just from, um, yeah. you know, adaptation. Um, so you guys are I'm okay, right. but, we'll but, you are, but you are in darkness. Uh, guys, let's... Um... What 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 do you say, Darius? Why don't we peek into the? Uh, there there are twenty statues in there. No, no, you do get it. scared. Do it, do it. I I dove to the pool room, full of turtle. You can I'm, you can walk into the statue I, room. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, I feel like we searched that area idea. very very well. Are you I'm going back in? <laughs> I'm just uh, let's see how how far would I go? I'm just going to go a little bit farther. Yes. That nothing ever happens. Cross it's gonna that go barricade. Over, go over there. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you heave yourself over the <clears throat> over the barricade, trying to be as quiet as possible, with ears finely tuned for any any sign of a deathly spirit coming your way, um, and the bodies of the dead surround you, and you oh. listen carefully. And well, now you back. make me start to regret my choices. <laughs> <laughs> when and you say it like that. <laughs> you don't hear anything coming. Um, and you quietly focus your spell as the spell searches frantically across the map. <laughs> um, negative. All well, right. it, it's right. not negative. It, it's still it's it, the the it's still the same one shifts to the to the. Oh yeah. well. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Had you know, to be we... secret doors. Couldn't be a teleportation circle. <laughs> Had to be a secret door. Blah blah, easy, blah 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 blah. Easy to say in hindsight. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we we're gonna sneak back down the back down the tunnel. Okay. You have one more turn left. And uh, yeah, Elizabeth's going to you know like get her uh, oil her next flask ready to pour into the lantern. Okay. Um, and can you? Uh, um, what if? Let's see if we. What if we go down just this far with that? You're just gonna ping the the nostril. 
Most likely. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think there's any place I can get where that wouldn't do it. I, I don't yeah. think there's, I don't, I think we did a very good job of searching on the way down here, guys. I think yeah. we just, I, you know, I feel, I feel good. We didn't waste it. We, you know, we tried. I mean, it's there could have been one it's good. in a it's hallway good. somewhere that we wouldn't have searched for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to call it a day right there with another turn. Um, so the lantern goes out. Please take off an oil flask if you're going to relight Elizabeth. And yep. right. um, I'm going to get rid of this circle. The magical like quest giver line sort of disappears. The um, uh, don't feel bad. I mean, it, obviously, you wish you had discovered something, but just the fact that you didn't is also very, very telling, right? That's you right. Could, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like as Mike said, it means what it does is it confirms that you guys have searched very, very well. Uh, All right. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So very cool. I mean, you know, very cool use of that first spell. I don't think I've actually ever seen locate object in play um, in all my years, which is cool. Very we cool. used it to find the plunger. Did we? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well um, an accident. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Oh, anyway, wow. Listen. Awesome spell. Before he got shot in the head by the death bot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. So right, you so are. Gonna, what yeah. time of day is it now? It is. Let's see. Um, it is 440. Okay. Uh, let's. I, I think we make our way back to those. Um, to those stairs it's five o'clock um, somewhere yeah let's let's cook some <laughs> let's cook some fish on the fire sword huh <laughs> yeah what stairs are you going back to western um, stairs the ones western. in the west yeah. and uh okay so give me one two there's three. a couple of flat landings there we can hang out on and have closed doors and i, uh, I heard a couple people saying that the packs were full or something like that has any have we been reduced back to 60 now or are we moving at 90 still oh, no no we're, no, we're no. still 90 okay well, I, I i'm considering 90 to be my full pack i got gotcha. you okay. that's, that's me too. yeah gotcha yeah. three four five six seven eight one one two three four five six seven eight two uh yeah so i'm gonna take three turns to get back to the, your little stair stair enclosure there um so now it is 5 10 by the time you reach okay. your your right bedtime yeah yeah it's a real okay. shame that uh, Lida's room is so smelly yeah it is a very good place yep now you could uh, you know it just takes cleaning right you could certainly between laryl's sack and what you've got on you if you wanted to spend enough time you could actually clean that place up it would take a lot mm -hmm. a lot of work but just letting you know that jug you know, of bleach and a big broom pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but this is a very good place too. very, very defensible. You've got two, two doors that you can barricade and um, better than our crossroads that we slept in last time. Yeah. Well, the good thing about this too, is that, um, if you close both doors, you need a key to get in from one and then you need something special to get past the other one. Right. So, uh -huh. um, but you guys have access to either way. Which is right. kind of kind of ideal. Do you want to throw Wilbur into the Hammer Arden room and see what happens? Wilbur? Is that the uh, chicken? No, no Clarice, Clarice is the chicken. Is the chicken. Wilbur's the pig. Oh, right. Sorry. I mean we can if you want. I'm pretty sure what's going to happen. I mean, you moved a dead guy and she stomped on him. It's true. It was totally uncool, man. Yes or no? We better, um, we better hope that Yakin's uh, Yakin's casket works for on that on that thing. And, and, okay, so you're betting sure. uh, yeah. Well, we I think we should rest. But John, you said you would tell me where the tunnels oh, in the grotto were. You're totally right. I'm sorry about that. I forgot. Um, okay, no, so not a big deal. The tunnels. Okay, so uh, can you see me? I can. As in my not not my beautiful face. But yeah, yeah. your cursor. I know what you mean. Okay, so um, right here in this square. 
Okay. There is the, um, uh, uh there is an opening in the ground basically. Uh-huh. Uh, in the, in the floor. Flowing towards me. Like yes. as I swam yeah. over it. Yeah. And okay. there's like a definite, like you can feel the force <clears throat> of water kind of coming up, um, from that, that hole. Okay. And the, okay. the, that hole you can see when you when you were down there that you could peer in and that the it appears to be a tunnel that goes um, downward towards generally the southwest and probably like a uh, thirty five degree angle towards the southwest. So yeah, like, well, like that. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I don't. I'm just going to give it to you, uh, although I don't think realistically you're probably able to see it, but just for completeness' sake. The other one is, um, there are two. There, the other one is right here-ish. Okay. And that one goes around about the same angle, but towards the southeast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I did not see any other obvious tunnels or anything like that so wherever the turtle was i just didn't see it yeah i'm kind of giving you an extra there on the eastern side because the eastern side yeah, would have yeah. been pretty blind to you so i'm not going to give you anything more than that right okay can you give him any kind of description of like the the passage that he would have gone over was it like yeah so is it a natural passage were there yes. any mechanisms involved with no. it or anything like that mm -mm. no totally natural it just yeah. looked like a hole in the hole in the ground hole in the ground but he could feel the force of water like emptying into the, you know, like filling the grotto. You know what I mean? Huh. Like strong enough that it would be very difficult or impossible to swim against. It would be very difficult. So the, who was it that we, was it Darius that did? Yeah. Darius, Darius shot you, out of it. Yeah. yeah. So Darius, you, as I said, you were kind of discombobulated when it was happening, right? Because you were mm -hmm. out of breath and you thought you were going to die and drown all kind of stuff. But what you remember is, is very much like a Goonies sort of water slide sort of thing, except, um, you were completely encased in water. Like it was like a tunnel that was filled with water. That's why you almost right. drowned. Right. And you're being th thrown up around and all that kind of stuff. But what you do remember is that as you were being shot through with the current of the water, you were definitely going upwards at a slight angle. And so you were basically shot like a cannonball out from the floor of the grotto into the larger body of water. Gotcha. You understand? Okay. So yeah, like, yeah. The so the current that you were taking, Mike was, um, the opposite of what you would have to do to go back. Mm -hmm. So it'd be very difficult. You'd be going right. down, but you'd be going against the current. Right. 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 We definitely would need some sort of water breathing or something. I assume, John, right? Like, how many minutes did I was I in that water tunnel? Uh, that's a good question. You just guesstimate it. Not, not I figure it's going to be at least. No, it was What's like up? it was a it was a matter of seconds, but they were horrifying, awful seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you're you're mm -hmm. probably right. Like, if you're unless you had some sort of magical strength bonus to fight against a strong current like that, or water breathing. Water breathing. Um, and ideally both. Uh, it would be very difficult to maneuver in that space. Right. Okay. If you were just to say, you know, be over that hole holding a solid gold statue, would you uh sink against the current or would it still be able to push you? Mm. Like would weight do it. The, based on my judgment of the current, like would weight. Weight would enough. do it, but it would have to be something extraordinarily heavy. Right. Okay. Yeah. I wonder, guys, if there's anything that we can get, like maybe statues that we could 
drop in there and clog that hole and drain out the uh drain it out mm. you know yeah yep that's the other thing we could try like a dead a dead turtle like a dead turtle all right let's camp let's uh do your healing and then we got to figure out a way to get past the uh hammer arden because i think that's our only egress at this point it cool. does look that way unless we go mm-hmm. back to the natural caves that led to the hangar and go up those yeah. stairs I just think, man, if, if the if the cask is gonna work, let's just give that give that the old college try. You know? Okay, I think so, it's uh, I think it's the way to go. You can certainly plan as you can, but let's just move through that real quick. So you you set up camp and while that's happening, Avarisios is going to burn healing spells, correct? No. Uh, after, only after after, after after we rest. Oh, you don't have any more healing spells. Oh no, I've used them all up. Okay, cool. I, I right, never, brought never the, the, the dead people back to life a couple of times before. Any other spell die. casting you want to burn before you bed down? Uh, he would, uh, he does have a casting of alarm. Uh, he'll put that, uh, I guess in that, uh, room 719, the one, uh, on the other side of the locked door. Okay. Um, very good. And so he'll, he's... he'll set, he'll set that to be, um, uh, loud so that everybody can hear it. Gotcha. All right, cool. So you got that set up. And, uh, other than that, you make yourselves a comfortable as you possibly can you're kind of confined to like the two landings but those are 10 foot square um uh you know uh, flat places so it's a lot of room for us really yeah there's a lot of you next to the smelly chick yeah very true yeah um so Um, lighta kind of sings songs as you guys are setting up camp and it's kind of the nonsensical song but she seems to be in a good mood I'll put I'll pull out of the sack just to close it out for the day I'll pull a new um oil flask to replace the one that we used Okay. And um, uh, what will something to entertain uh, Lita? Uh, he'll pick, he'll get like a little toy. Oh, I know, like the ones with the little sticks and the little acrobat on the strings. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah. She loves it. She loves it. She thinks it's magic that you keep pulling this shit out of your sack, by the way, too, which it is. Um, it is magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, she, she loves it. And she's completely distracted the entire time. Now, um, do Don't you to pull a ration out, too, Matt? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Are you okay with spending the night in the dark, or are you going to burn through lantern oil? Ignis. Ignis. Okay. If we need it, we've got Ignis. That's true. Yeah. Okay. But no yeah, problem. We can, we can sleep in the dark. All right. Yeah. So you bed down for the night. I need everyone to burn a ration, and you need to take care of all of your NPCs as well, which is four people. So you need four rations plus yourself, which is another three. Um, so seven and rations. Lida? Seven. Oh yeah, you're so right. I- I have five. I have five fish. No, seven, seven. Yeah, yeah. I have five fish. So let's cook those on the sword and eat those. <laughs> okay. Let's just skewer them. It's like a Brazilian barbecue. Okay, so I have two more rations left. Then I need two more rations to be burned from somebody. Uh, I have seven. I can get rid of two. Okay. Well, wait, care. if you've got five fish plus you pull something out of the sack, then we yeah. only need one from Mike. Uh, we'll, we'll go well with the fish. Uh, French fries. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Nice. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, You marked off the ration, whoever's spending it. Is that Darius? Yep, I'm doing it. Right on. Okay. Okay. So you actually have a pretty good, pretty good meal. Lido, of course, is thrilled because he's eating fish. Um, Cooked fish. Cooked fish, even. Yeah, that's true. Probably doesn't like that. And and sweet and juicy meat. (laughs) Okay. So with the light of Ignis, which is kind of a strange light, you 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 bed down for the night and you have your alarm set up. You're feeling pretty good. And lo and behold, yes indeed, you are able to wake up nice and refreshed in the morning with nothing having bugged you. You heard nothing in at nighttime, nothing at all, even beyond the stone door. 
Um, at that point, um, I need everyone to heal one hit point. John. Uh, for, yes? John. Yeah. I don't suppose I got 79 experience points in that, like, a little bit of adventuring that we just did. <laughs> uh, no. I don't believe Seven, so. 76. I think you got about 76. Yeah, I'm just thinking of what you've kind of done, but no, you haven't done anything really. <sighs> Yep. Mork did the whole thing with the ignis and the spells and the <laughs> and the switching hey, for things and the. Did I get seventy six experience points. <laughs> you know what? Man, I guess it was kind of a cool, cool use of abilities. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't even have to stretch for that one. That was a that was a good that was a skill one, right? Like using your abilities in a in an unorthodox manner. Like the layering yes. of spells in order to get the thing, I think would definitely count, um, and it's definitely enough to to raise raise Darius at least Darius. So um, I'm oh, yeah. not going to I mean, calculate it out. Way. So don't ask like anyone else who's not like with less than 100 does not level up. Um, I'm but, just gonna roll my hit points. Okay, assassin two for Darius. Oh, mm. Did you get a four? I got a four, dude. Nice. I just literally doubled my hit points. That's like more than doubled. Very cool. All right, cool. So I'm up to nine hit points. I have as much as like Onwear did when he died. <laughs> <laughs> like you, Mike. Like Darius is literally like adventured in like a, what is like a hundred foot span. You're already like level two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, um, and then I'll take my other uh, my new pip and my thief skills. Um, I'll just max out my climb sheer surfaces to five and six. Great. Sweet. Fantastic. You're very good at that. Sounds good. All right. And that's um, all I need to do to level, kids. All right. OSE. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. To hang out with some older kids. Moving on. I need fun. to know what spells are being memorized. Well, I'm going to memorize them and burn them real fast. Um, okay. Uh, so Avaricios has two level one Cure Light Wound spells, and uh, he will immediately cast those on uh, Mort. Okay. Uh, yeah, Matt, we yeah, should you can... save one of those, right? We're going to save something. We're going to save Elizabeth's. Okay. Elizabeth, ha Elizabeth has one. She's going to save it. Are you going to get a new continual light spell? Uh-huh. I haven't gotten there yet. You're looking ahead. That's level three. Uh, so uh, each one of those is 1d6 plus uh, one, mm -hmm. I believe. Okay. So I'll do 2d6 plus two okay. for, uh, for old Mort. For old Mort. Six. Nice. Okay. Ooh, good one. Oh, so you get 10 hit points, my friend. That puts me at 12, which is almost healed. That's pretty good. What's your okay. Thank you very much. Not bad. Avaricious and Lyceon. What's your max? Uh, your max there deal with the hammer statue. My uh, my max is 15. Okay, good. Okay. I'm feeling much better, Mort, after being blown up. Okay. Uh, level two spells. Um, I'm going to cast Bless and Silence. Or I'm going to, I have Blessed Silence. He is going to uh, cast Bless on his on the holy symbol that he made. Nice. To make sure that it is... Um, official. You know, official. Yep. Uh, set up with Lyceon. He gives it a little kiss. He holds it to his head as he remembers his friends and their symbolism inside. Awesome. Uh, the other spell that... Uh, I don't. I don't know if that counts as a plus one if we need it also in case when we go through the door. But It does. It does say. as long as it lasts, yeah. Okay. Um, he will also uh, prepare silence. silence. He's not going to cast that yet, just yet. Okay. Level three, he prepares continual light. 
And he yep. casts it uh, immediately upon his holy symbol again. That worked out well. Gotcha. But this time he's not giving it away to anybody. So, so smart. <laughs> he's smart learned this lesson. Learn that lesson. Yeah. Okay. And uh, for level four, his level four spell is yeah. cure serious wounds. And uh, you know what? He's going to cure his own serious wounds. Very good. Uh, which is, I believe, the same 2d6 plus 2. Yep. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh! oh <laughs> double ones. Brutal. Double ones. <laughs> four hit points, though. Okay, four points. okay. Four. Yeah. That, you know, oh, that's... Man. Uh, he's up to He's up to 12 now. That's... Uh, I think I... I think I know what happened here, Matt. So, Lysion just worked out what happened to that other holy symbol. It's inside a turtle, and eventually it's going to be moved outside the turtle. And I'm not sure it's still blessed at that point. He's a little cross with you. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, I, I like to think that it's lighting the way for my poor friend who is no longer with us. There you go. There you go. That's right. one interpretation. Okay. Uh, Lysion views it as indirect blasphemy. <laughs> I am really sorry about that. If, if um, it helps, John, I was fairly drunk when I was eaten, so there is alcohol. <laughs> okay, you guys are fishing for every little, little edge. You were a little bit crazy to do it, so he likes that too. <laughs> okay, um, cool. and yeah, Lisbeth is uh, going to prepare her two level ones, okay. animal friendship, very good, and visibility to animals, just Lovely. in case we have to go back towards Turtle Land. Yeah, turtle. All right. Yep. Yep. And Who has the most hit points right now? Her level two spell. Come on, give me a second. Is cure light wounds, and she's going to keep that in the chamber just in case. Uh, just, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not suggesting it, but just in case you overlooked it, there is that locate plant or animal spell as well, right? Um, it, it, like you, like you haven't been able to get a bead on like where that turtle is like retreating to, really. Mm -hmm. Right. Just, you know, I'm done with the turtle for now. That's cool. Yeah, That's I'm, totally cool. I'm hoping we don't need to. Yeah, totally. we I just leave. want to make sure you didn't like gloss over it. I, I did well, see that. Back. Yeah. I'm going to come back after we raid a spaceship with some fucking bombs. And just lob them into that water. Uh, to be, be clear, fun. did you did you pick speak with animals or animal friendship? Animal friendship. Animal friendship and invisibility to animals. Yes. Got it. Okay. Cool. And you're you're keeping the cure light in reserve. Correct. Got it. Okay, I think Just we're in case somebody set, goes right? down. No more spellcasters, right? Um, I used up all my spells. So. Okay, so what are you actually sitting with now? You. All I have left is silence. silence. That's it. Okay, mm -hmm. so everybody else, keep that in mind. <laughs> Your primary spellcaster only has one, and you're starting the day. You are at. Um, so it is eight a.m. because that's the official start of a day, um, and we will start fresh. You've got the continual light, so you don't have to need to worry about lanterns and torches. So this is now the third of Jelenos. The third, yes, that's correct. Yep, the third of Jelenos. Matt, can I borrow your um, magic guide or your um, holy symbol for a few minutes? <laughs> and just a reminder um, as well that the clock keeps ticking in the rest of the world. Speaking of the clock, it's break time, John. It is. It is break time. Uh, the first of a couple tonight because we have an extra long session. Hope everyone is enjoying it so far. We will be back in just a moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, we're back. Beer's full, bladder's empty. Let's kick it. What are we doing? All right. Mike, well, you... <laughs> go ahead, man. I'm ready. Hey, Mike volunteers to go first. So I actually will. Um, I'm going to, I want to try and activate Literal's cloak. Okay. My first use of it, right? Right. And if I remember correctly, and you guys, this is the way I wrote it down. I get three uses of the cloak. Each one of those uses is three turns. Correct. Okay. So that gives me 30 minutes of invisibility. Yep. Right? Yes. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So why don't you much pass me on... the... Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was, just, um, I was just making a joke that it looks much better on Darius than I did it on where... <laughs> it's, very, it's very appropriate on you. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, like, why don't I take the cask, which might be protection from yeah. whatchamacallits, right? Yeah, protection from uh, evil, right? And then yeah. go invisible anyway... And then the one problem is a light source in there. That's the only problem is like, I don't have the infravision. Where are you planning on going? Will, we can open into the door the, into the and have the lantern light. Uh, yeah. And it, well, uh, not the lantern, my, my symbol. Yeah. Or your new symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I just, I want to be able to search the room. If I'm not triggering Hammer Arden Ted, I want to search the room for any kind of mechanism that might deactivate the statue or give us some indication about how to bypass it or something like that, you know? Well, I do have, I do have a theory on that. Whoever goes in first, and this is like thinking back to the inscription, like there've been like helpful inscriptions everywhere. And one of the last Mm -hmm. mythic things that we learned was in the room with the big statue of her, um, which was uh, said, um, what was it? Let all persons honor the sacrifices of Arden. So if you invoke her name and Mm -hmm. say that we're here to honor her sacrifices, that might be enough to. Well, what I'm hoping is, is that I'm going to be ninjaing by her and not even have to worry about that. You know, So if you've got the cloak on and you're invisible and you've got the coffer, Mm -hmm. Um, you may not know which one's doing anything. True. True. Well, no, that's not true. Because if, if she doesn't react to me at all, then that means the invisibility is working, right? If she is reacting to me and trying to hit me but can't hit me, then that means the cask is working. And if she reacts to me right. and then kills me, well, then none of them are working. <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> have a coffer anymore. <laughs> or a cloak. No, no, you just got to fish my body out of the room. <laughs> You'll get it back. Uh, do you, you know, right. too, that the cloak gives you plus two AC, right? Oh, yeah, it's on there, baby. Okay, cool. AC, AC 15. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, and I'm willing to do this for you, my friends, for you. Do you want me to go in without the cask? I'm actually okay trying out the invisibility first because she reacted so fast to that body being pulled that if I step into the room and she's not reacting to me at all, then I will make another attempt and go a little bit further into the room. Also, if we hear the magic mouth start chanting at us in Mithric, then we know we're, we're pretty much fucked. Don't forget too right? that there was, a, there was a break between sessions between the first voicing of the magic mouth and then the second one that, tr- that seemed mm-hmm. to cause something to, to... Did one of them sound like a question? You know how you can't if you if you don't know a language, sometimes you can still hear the question, yes. right? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a very good question. It did not sound like interrogative, but it was definitely much more 
um, uh, neutral and pleasant. Like it, like it let out like a long stream. It's like it said something. Yeah. Everything remained quiet. Then we broke the session, but there was actually like no actual, you know, there, there was a, there was a little bit of time as you were like, okay, it, it said something. Nothing actually happened. And you wait a little while, and then you were like, okay, let's do crowbar and rope. Um, and then when you started to move the body, that's when the mouth said something that was much more like harsh and short. Like right? password now or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. or your fuck, buddy. I mean, it's it's gotta be just like with what we've deduced about this, you know, the function of this space, she's probably saying, state your intentions. You know, what are you here to do? You are, you know, are you worthy to I like John in the um and the thing that it said, did, could we make out anywhere where it said Arden at all? Uh, like even if we don't understand Mithric, we could pick out that name. You, yeah, you would be able to pick out that word. No, did not. Um, in addition to, don't forget too, that you never actually entered into the room. So you only heard the voice. I'm telling you it's a magic mouth, but you never actually got to see the form that that magic mouth took. Oh. So you, you don't know what the southern end of this room looks like, to be, to right, be specific. Fair. Okay. All right, so let's let's... Dial back on the navel gazing, John. I activate the cloak. I'm going to step into the room. Do you Excellent. wait? Do you have the Do you have the coffer no, or no? Nope. To Ted's no point, I'm going to go without the coffer first, and okay. then if it doesn't react to me, then I will, and I'll give it a turn, mm -hmm. right? Of it not reacting to me, then I will proceed into the room. Okay, so you open the door as before. Um, what did I say? It swings inward towards the room, right? Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, we have um, to yeah. push. Yeah. yeah, you pushed and it moves seamlessly it through. You are completely invisible um, and you step, uh, you don't step into the room. You wait, right? Is that what you said? No, I step into the room once you do I'm step invisible. In. Okay, all right. Once you're invisible, you, you, say, step in the you room. stay close, right? Wait, now, assuming that we open the door and the hammer, the hammer Arden is back on her plinth. Yes. And now right. I'm just waiting, ready to like smash me. Okay. I'll give you the sequence of events, but I won't put you in any danger until you say something. The okay. um, you, you open the door just like you did before. You look into the room. Everything appears to be the exact same, except for the moved body, which is now even more pulped than it was before. The um, statue is exactly back in the center of the room in the exact same pose, but now there is actual like goo dripping from one of the hammers. All right. Um, uh, and in addition, in the exact same frame of time, the moment you open the door and you visualize this, you can hear the magic mouth make that declarative statement once one more time, like a neutral, generally pleasant statement in Mithric. Okay. And then there's just silence. And then you have to tell me how long you wait before you step into the room. I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to cross the threshold into the room and be ready to retreat. Okay. You step into the room. It's still silent. You have not turned back around to take a look at the back wall, just to be clear. Nothing seems to happen. It's been a, probably about 15, 20 seconds. I'm going to turn around and look at the back wall and see if I can see where the voice is coming from. Okay. On the back wall, um, there is, there, uh, it's, it's bare, but there is a, um, there is a, another, the, the back of the stone, remember the door itself is stone on the stone itself is carved another face of Arden. Um, and don't forget too, that the Eastern and Western walls have 10 foot tall carvings of a stylized face, right? Um, on, on the walls and they're, they're in that kind of socio-realist fascistic sort of style. Right. Um, but on the door itself here, not the walls, there is another face that is of Arden similar to the others that are in the, on the Eastern and Western walls. And her mouth was actually speaking the words 
Okay. In addition, um, you can see that there are, that her eyes, they are, there are nothing carved in the eyes. They are small oval sockets. <gasps> pass me the ring, pass me the ring, pass me the ring, pass me the ring. Pass me oh, the ring. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. We only go. have we only have one though. Well, don't worry. I'm right by the door, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the ring. I'm gonna try and press it into the oval socket. You said it was in her eye. And both of her eyes are both oval sockets. Shit. What if we need two? That's what I, I was try. saying. Two eyes. I try one. I try one. Okay. So are you are you do you have the ring on and you're pressing it? Like yes. That? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, it it does. You, you're lining it up. And you're like, holy shit! And you're like, chink, and it it fits in. Um, and you can see when you're about to do it, the mouth was opening to say something, right? And you could see that the statue starts to move a little bit, and then you you put it right into place, right? And you can you can actually hear the statue go chunk, chunk, back to its form again, and you hear a, a you hear some sort of mechanism. Um, near the hinges of the door, you hear some sort of click, like a sharp click. Oh, we can. And get I don't die. Or I should say, I'm not, I'm not by the hinges, by the by the lock lock part of the you know the other side of the door. Oh, you die. Oh, sure. You do not die. Nothing. Nothing happens. It looks like the mouth was about to speak. The statue was about to animate. You put the ring in, and everything stopped. Oh, well done. Nice. Huge. You guys know that if we can evict Eustace, this whole area is like a, a base for us, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you were standing in the midst of some of the strangest corpses you've ever seen. Uh, a very oh, yeah. deadly statue standing in the middle of the room, and there is a closed normal door to the north. Okay. What, why don't you check that? I'm, you want to check the door? Yeah, I'll go listen. John, I'm going to keep... Which way is the statue facing? Is it facing... The other way is facing the door that we just came through. It's actually facing the um, north. It's facing north. Okay. Well, so wasn't facing she is there to guard. Right. What's that? It wasn't facing Invisible Mike. It was not, no. So Never she's was. actually there to guard against people coming through that door. So this has got to be like the entrance to this whole Arden right. area. So like okay. you come in. It talks to you, and you've got a few seconds to cross the room and put your ring in the socket and turn the system off. Like any alarm system at like your at your house. So you've got a few minutes after you unlock the front door to turn it off. Mm-hmm. I guess that's uh yeah. It, makes sense. Like it all stopped moving. Nothing smashing nothing moving. him. And, and yeah. Darius is standing there in the midst of those corpses. Darius, go go okay, check that door, door, man. I am still invisible. Yeah, all right, go check the door. All right, I'll, I'm John. I'm going to go listen at the other door. I'm not going to o- touch it or open it or anything like that. Okay, seems like a, a, a normal Arcantian door. Uh, heavy, heavy oak or heavy wood with uh, iron bands. Is there a lock mechanism into the door? In no. the door, Mm-mm. there's a handle. Okay, um, I'm going to listen at the door. Listen at the door. Taking a turn to listen. Very good. Uh, Watch your roll. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. What do you do? You got two turns left on invisibility. 
Um, I'm going to start looting the bodies. Very good. Which one? Okay. Um, well, John, I'll just start as one's closest to the northern door and work my way south. <laughs> All right. So you guys just see like the body sort of shift and move and like <laughs> little pieces of cloth. I and, like, like armor. I, just, yeah. I pick up one of the hands and I wave to the group with it. <laughs> Sword floats in midair and it gets tossed to the side when he realizes it's not magical. You know that. Um, <laughs> shirt. Make a phone call. Okay. So on the uh, battered corpses of the ancient Archontians, uh, you find that there are two uh, uh, normal kite shields, you know, uh, uh, ancient, beautiful, but uh, perfectly serviceable. Um, and also three Arcantian uh, gladii that can, uh, you know, normal, normal short swords, but gladii. Um, and you can see that, let's see, who do we have in here? Right. So you can't make heads or tails of this mechanized spider thing like you've never seen anything like it um you you, you up close now and kind of peering at it you can 100 uh, confirm that it has no relation at all to any of the high tech that you've come across before like nothing looks the same it definitely looks more of like a steampunk sort of thing if you're going for a genre rather than high sci-fi um okay. the so there's nothing like you would have to take the whole thing or you would have to break it apart if you wanted to take some sort of memorabilia. It's not like doesn't have anything on it that you could take. You know what I mean? Um, how, how big is it if you wanted to carry it out of there? Uh, it's the bulk of it is sort of like a, like a human body in general bulk, I would say. You know what I mean? So it's not like huge towering over it or anything like that, but it's um, it's pretty heavy. I would you definitely can't pack it away. You would have to drag it. OK, you know what I mean? Um, the. Who else we got here? The lizard men, right? The lizard men have um, nothing. Like they're not wearing any armor at all. There is a smattering of money that is scattered on the ground. You can see that there are thirty-seven um, ancient silver pennies. So that means like actually thirty-seven gold worth. There are twenty-nine ancient gold solidi, which are worth uh, quite a substantial more. Um, Fifty-five normal modern silver pieces and thirty-nine normal gold pieces. On the uh, on the lone human adventurer, he has a platinum band around his middle finger on his right hand that is worth two hundred gold. So it's a pretty nice, normal, well-made. John, platinum I just band. put that on. Okay, cool. Uh, so make sure you note it. It's a two hundred gold platinum band. Um, I'll just tell you right now, it's it's just not magical. So, um, don't worry about it, Ted. Uh, the and then. The um, what's interesting about the adventurer is that he's actually not wearing a helmet, but what he is wearing is a strange red and yellow knit cap, which has extended ear protectors and strings for tying underneath the chin. You know what I mean, like a little Russian sort of cap, you know, like like that one guy from Firefly. You mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I immediately put that on my head too, John. Okay. Um, you, uh, okay. So, so an interesting, uh, an interesting thing, comes, very dumb. <laughs> an interesting thing comes over. I'm, you not, wise. <laughs> I'm not wise. I'm not wise. So, um, the moment, so you see like this weird knit, you guys see this weird knit cap sort of rise up into the air at head height, um, and then move down slightly and then disappear. Right. Darius, um, once you, once you have it on you, the, uh, two feelings kind of come over your mental state. One is that 
you feel like your mind is is shielded somewhat from attack, right? Like you just kind of feel like nothing nothing could bother you. You know what I mean? Any sort of hostile intentions are just going to roll right off of you. That's what, you know what I mean? Um, you just feel at peace with your mind. And in fact, that sec- that's the second part of this is that um, is that peace sort of comes over you so much that you just all natural tendencies to kill you start to you're sort of like um you're like uh <laughs> what's it what's his name um from um uh, uh gross point blank uh john cusack uh-huh. from, from gross point you guys seen that movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so you start to you like him you, popcorn. you have like an existential crisis in the midst of feeling this like you're like why do i kill people for a living i don't need to do that <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i should just hang up my sword you know, I, I I just raised in level and I'm feeling pretty good. It's like, is it worth it doing all this? And you just have a feeling that you're just not going to be as competent in combat anymore because you just don't have the drive. <laughs> you don't have the drive to kill anymore, man. Can I take it off? You can take it off. And then your your normal off, shittiness. I, I take it off and I throw it at the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> and you're feeling violent once more. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, Mort will will pick it up. Uh-huh. And uh Offer it to Lyda. Oh, Lyda is all for me. For me? Oh, you're going to get poop all over it. Oh, (laughs) no. I I mean, you mean Elizabeth? (laughs) No, I mean Lyda. As in, like, I don't want her. Pretty kitty. She says, "Pretty kitty," and she takes the hat. She starts to like stroke it a little bit, like the fur on the uh, hat. You're you're supposed to wear it, kid. Kitty on the head. There you go. And you can see like her eyes sort of roll back a little bit. And she's like, and just like a beatific smile sort of spreads from ear to ear. And she's just sort of nods and she's like, yeah. I don't think she was going to backstab us, but maybe, maybe less so now. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anything else in there, John? Uh, No. Besides your cursed magic items? (laughs) That that is it. Okay. All righty. I'm going to say a turn went by uh, collecting treasure. It is now 8.20 okay, right. a.m. You got one I, invisible turn left? No, I think I have two, right? Because that was one turn to go running in one there. Like, or, yeah, one listening, good. one for treasure. Right, correct. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one turn left. John, I'm going to take the crowbar. Yeah. And I'm going to hook it around the handle of that door to the north. Okay. And I'm going to just ease it open very gently, standing off to one side. Ease got it open it. very gently. Uh. Yeah, it 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 opens normally. It has a little bit of a creak to it, like it hasn't been open in some time. But other than that, it opens like a normal door. Okay. Yep. I can't see shit beyond there because I'm sure it's dark. Um, it is dark. Uh, what kind of what are we talking about here? You're not using any light, right? Uh, Avaricio says daylight is shining. One, two, three. Yeah, it would just reach the edge of the door. It okay, so I would fit. say that you can you can definitely tell that when the door opens, the edge of the light illuminates just briefly. Um, that it, it, right there at the door, there is a stairway that goes straight up to the north. Okay. All right. That's not really okay. what we are looking for, guys. God damn it. <laughs> what? It's, it's, it's stairs. Stairs go we up. We don't want to go up. We just want it to go out right at the bottom of the waterfall. Let us out. Up is next to out. <laughs> no, no. We got this. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. We're probably under some sort of other legionnaire type level some arcantian you know base this would be it makes sense right put your secret ritual stuff under it 
John, while I'm in the threshold of that door, mm-hmm. I'm going to deactivate the cloak so that I'm visible. Deactivate. Okay. And I want to see if the statue is going to react. Uh, the statue does not react. Sweet. Okay. okay. I'm going to open the door wide. Query. Did the ring get left in the face on the door or did you socket it and then take it with you? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, it didn't grab onto the ring, right? Like it just. No, uh, you you have it with you. Okay. Okay. So um, we might need you to come back. Yeah. Two turns. So, right. Okay. So you took off the cloak. All right. Yep. So nothing happens. I'll, I'll bet, Matt, it resets after a period of time. Yeah. Let's, or maybe let's, it re- resets when the door is shut, like the door you guys are standing at is shut. Well, let's. Right? Uh, because- yeah, let's 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 give it a test. So Elizabeth will um, take out the coffer. She'll mm-hmm. hold yeah. Yakin's bone, so it's mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Nyal will, with with her behind, uh, he'll step into the wo- the room and see if the statue, uh, either the the face on the wall talks or the statue starts moving when he comes in. So, uh, okay, so when you. Yeah. Okay. So wait. So who's going in? Y'all and, and Elizabeth. Y'all and Elizabeth is just like he's going to stay in the door just to see what happens. Yeah. But she's going to keep him within that radius just to make sure. Okay. So he's not stepping into the room. He's just on the threshold. Uh, he will go in, and she'll stay ten feet behind. Gotcha. Okay. All right. When y'all steps through, the declarative statement is uttered from the mouth of Arden. You know, from the southern door, a uh, stone door, once again. Oh, come back in. Put, do, do, do the Wait, ring. I'll just run over. And I'm going to stick my hand in the socket again. Okay. Everything, you know, nothing happens. It's it, You're still in that kind of period between the two statements, so you can't really tell if it was effective, but nothing happens. I think we should all just hustle right now. Yeah, let's go. Everybody run across the room while Mike stands there with the ring in the eye. Okay. Okay. Entire party. Let's do it. Moves in and... And then if nothing kills us, we go through the other door door. and then Mike follows on. Okay. If that's, if that's your plan, nothing happens. Um, and you move through the door, um, as you're moving through, do you you shut the door behind you when you're on? Yes. That that was what I was just going to say. I shut the, both the secret door with the magic mouth Mm -hmm. and the door to the North as we, as on the last one through. Okay, cool. When you shut the secret door, um, you, the, the magic mouth makes it's, it's, it's uh, sort of disappointed. Um, the, the, the sentence, you know, like it, it says something short and kind of, you know, angry. And you, um, as you're like hustling t- uh, past the statue, you can see it starts to animate and turn it, its head towards your retreating form. But you're able to um, get through the northern door and slam it shut before um, it can reach you. Even though I had the ring socketed in the eyeball. But you then you took it out, right? I, I thought I had it in there the whole time, so it's okay. Not, but not a big deal. I think I understand how this works. It's, it's like what Ted was saying. You come into the room. It makes a de- de- declaration. You go put the ring in the thing, and it resets the trap. And then you can open the door and manipulate the door. And then, you know, if you're out of the room within a certain time frame, I guess, then you're fine. Yeah, it, right? expect, it expects you to go forward to do the trials. You got to go right. do it. You make it this far, you got to go. Yep. 
this is an amazing like secret base idea, guys. I, I, I we just got to go with Vic Eustace. We got to get Matt like three more levels and go. <laughs> okay, so you have um, uh, left these chambers and you are now in a very dark, um, 10 foot wide passage uh, that is a staircase that goes directly north. Using um, Avaricios's um, continual light on his holy symbol, you can see that it does extend for 30 feet and, uh, you know, it just keeps going on in the darkness after that. And it stares the whole way. It stares the whole way. Are you comfortable doing your improvision trick? Yeah, so uh, Mort um, will give you the old... Uh, we don't have any more rope, though, do we? I have my 50-foot length. Oh, you've got rope. For, okay. That we use so for we'll, the um, crowbar. Y'all have some right. rope, too. So we'll do the tie a rope onto Mort thing, and he will move ahead. And um, you got to put Ignis out, or they'll screw up my heat vision, man. Uh, she, uh, yeah, she hasn't sheathed. We're fine. All right. So Mort will move, you know, just outside the continual light radius and sneak forward looking for heat sources. Okay, very good. John, yes, well, I will be like, um, I will do like the lead of like the back party or me and like Yost or Nyal or whatever. And while I'm going, I'm going to be like, uh, I want to be inspecting the floor for like pit traps or whatever that, you know, Mort might have skirted around that we didn't know about. So I'm going to be looking for traps while okay very good i I think i think if i've been counting right i think we have two more turns on bless uh bless because we did yeah we did it's six it's a six turn duration we there were three in the room Mm -hmm. one going up the stairs so two more two more um okay so you get in your marching order uh marching orders rope mark goes ahead with infravision um darius leading the rest of the party and you make your way up the stairs the stairs Go north for quite some time before they start to circle, not circle, but start to um, make their way in long looping corners up and up and up with no end of sight. 350 feet up? I could tell you if you want to uh, commit to going until the stairway ends. Do you want to go all the way? Yeah. John, is there any other passages? Do we come to any other passages off the door? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's intense. Any look, graffiti, anything on the walls at all in the stairwell? Nothing on the walls. It's it's it's, it's pretty bare. It's clean. Definitely hasn't been traveled in in some time. Um, but uh, uh, but it's it's very well worked. It looks well made. You know you know that sort of thing. The so the uh, you don't come across anything, but it takes you some time because you go upwards for what you estimate to be about seven. 100 feet. Holy oh, wave gross. goodbye to this level, everybody. It's been fun. Um, and so that is going to take you moving at 98 turns. So your bless is gone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it is now uh, 940 in the morning. Okay. So how far up did you say? 700 feet. This is a. This is like a like a up turn left turn left turn left turn left kind of. Yes, exactly. John, yeah. does this remind us of the stairwell that we found that went really far down into the like secret area that we haven't had a chance yet to explore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar. 
I mean, it's not as, it's not as mirror image or anything like that, but you know, it's, but yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, similar, similar depth, okay. similar work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right. Oof. So let's see here. Um, I was not expecting that. Ted, why don't we move over to the mapping tutorial to the right? And uh, it was a very fun video, but I think it served its purpose. So why don't we get rid of what you got there and let's use this as our yeah. new one. I can delete that. Uh, let me just lasso that. That was a good video. I hope everyone watched it more than once. Exactly. Um, okay. All right. I got a nice, clean map. Any suggestion on where I start? Yes. Let me get over to my map. The answer key, as it were. Are you ready, folks? There we That's go. crazy. You just changed the name above Chambers of Arden? Yes, I just changed it, yeah. Can you add onto that map eight? Map eight, sure. Yeah. All right, I'll number like I did before. So I'm I'm hoping just while we're doing this, um, uh, I'm hoping Av is hoping at this, that the presence of a, a warm, flaming, glowing magic sword, as well as significant progress up, and maybe out, is helping to boost Lisbeth's spirits a little bit. Uh, yes, everyone's like when everyone has been on the staircase long enough to realize that they are leaving this level spirits uh start to rise a little bit lida is um she basically is behind and she's basically whispering she's she shouts it at first but then of course you guys all shush her but she's like she's like escape 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 we're on a trip we're on a trip we're on a trip um and she's got her like her knit cap like squarely put on her head you know um um, but yeah elizabeth is um quiet but she seems to be um you know in good spirits relatively okay uh but there's everyone knows that there's still danger that lurks ahead because it's not like you see sunlight or anything. Like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is what everyone was hoping to see. Uh, so, okay, hold yeah. on. We know that the cliffs are what fifteen hundred feet high. The cliffs are uh, yeah. seventeen hundred, basically. I think seventeen hundred feet high. Okay, so we know that the the level that Matt just mentioned is seven hundred and fifty feet down from the surface, and if we've just come up seven hundred feet, like. Mm-hmm mid yeah well ish we're either right at the surface <laughs> we're oh. about to pop out yeah, or the we're pool our, of water was right there at the bottom oh, man we're, we're, yeah, that's right we're at the bottom so now we are middle midway yeah. right in the middle or ish yeah. ish okay nice dead. interesting well done interesting well done yeah. yeah all right folks at home okay feast your so eyes on this guy See, that's just mean. We can't see it. You cannot. <laughs> they can. All right. So, Ted, uh, can you see me? Can you see my ping? I can I see your it. cursor, yeah. Okay. You, you're going to want to be... Oh, uh, you know what? Okay. So, Ted, we're going to... Uh, this map is not at, like, the right scale, so it's no problem mapping at it, but um, but we're going to have to, like, transfer all your drawings over to, like, a fresh one that we need to make. Okay, at, at some point with a better scale. But in the meantime, um, basically right here-ish. And should I just draw the top of a staircase coming up from the south? Uh, not yet. Let me just take a look, but just keep your pointer there. All right, let me... Oh, I just... Uh, <laughs> I okay, lost so, it. 
at the point where it's the point where it de where it debouches, uh, at the point where you're about to debouche onto the whatever level you're going to be on, you're actually at this point heading directly south and upwards on a staircase. All right. So uh, the final part is one, one, two, three, forty feet of ten foot wide staircase uh, going from the north to the south upwards before there is an archway that leads into a chamber. So. Okay. Okay. Um, hold on. I got to do this a little bit differently. Okay. There we go. And let's just get right there. Okay. So. Doo -doo -doo. Oh, I, I give Matt back that ring, by the way, John. That's Mort's actually. Oh, yeah. Mort was carrying it. Okay, cool. Make sure you note it on your character sheets. Da, 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 da. Oh, it's doing that dumb thing. Okay, so. I wonder if there's a way to like lock that level or something. Like maybe that's why they're. Who knows? Okay. Well, we locked the door to the staircase, like on our way out, right? Oh no, I was talking like a map thing. Oh. Um. Let's see here. How do I want to do this? I'm gonna draw a line in blue, like that, and we're gonna put a little text here. Seven hundred feet down to Arden. Trials? Uh, yeah, the Trials of Arden, right? Isn't that what we were calling it? There we go. Yeah. Okay. So we come up. Yep. Huzzah. Okay. Give me one second. Da, 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 checking a thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay, ready? Okay, so there's an archway that leads to the south and it debouches into a um, a very strange room. It's actually uh, circular. And the oh, diameter okay. of the room is 40 feet. So it's a 40-foot circular room. Okay. You are entering in from just to the east of due north. Okay. Okay, so that the circular room does like something like, like that. Yeah. Like, or, the, or the other side, I think. Yeah, correct. Correct, Matt. Yeah. So you're coming. You're just. West, mm -hmm, yeah. Well, gosh darn it. I just don't know what to tell you. There's no circle template on this thing. There is, but it's a full circle, and I, I can't put breaks in it easily. So, right. So it's a 40-foot diameter circular, circular chamber. There are four exits, including your own, that are all archways leading out of the room. Each one of them is at a cardinal direction. How, however, each of them is sort of one, you know, one shifted over to... to 
yeah. from the actual cardinal. You know what I mean? All right, let me draw it like this then. So, so my center point is right there. That's correct. Okay, so then I want I got one that's shifted that way. So I've got an exit here. I've got an exit here. Yep, and I'm going to here. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Now there uh the okay let's see is it uh, da, da, da. yeah so it's dark you walk into the room in the center of the chamber there is a 25 foot tall hexagonal pillar with five feet per side basically five feet per uh, that is made out of blue marble the it used to be tiled both the um uh, so the, the chamber itself is domed, and it looks like the the ceiling of the dome used to be sheathed in blue tile. The hexagonal pillar that is rising up to the ceiling as well used to be blue, had been covered in blue tile as well. However, about 75% of that tile has basically disintegrated onto the ground, revealing the blue marble underneath the pillar. So the floor is covered in blue dust and debris, basically. But um, And I mean everywhere. But there is a clear path, like you can easily see it, that has been basically pushed the dust aside, the dust and debris aside, that can be seen leading eastward through the um, the eastern uh, archway. Okay, everything like to else. This staircase? No, the eastern archway. Right, but going where? Oh, uh, it's uh, it, it, so it looks like the. It looks like it was, uh, um, interestingly enough, it does not seem to have be coming into the room. It's only like a path that's leading from the pillar out, uh, out to the eastern side. Okay. Huh. Like that. Not, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pathway. Wow. There, yeah. It's very, very strange. The, on each side of the pillar itself, at face height, there is carved a bas relief of a face. Okay, each face is different. Right now, from where you're coming in, you can basically see two two faces, like on two of the two of the facets. Right. Um, uh, the so there's actually Ted like the a point of the hexagon is actually facing directly north. So you just want to kind of shift the hex, like you know what I mean, if it, if it matters. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. Um, the <laughs> Uh, as you enter, as you debouch into the room, Mort, the northeastern face is of a very handsome young man with super lively eyes, a very trim beard, and empty sockets where the eyes should be. But the face itself has been defaced. The nose is broken. The features have been worn down. And there is ancient graffiti that has been scrawled across the face. Unfortunately, that graffiti is in Mithric. Um, the face is, it, there's something familiar about it. Like you've seen the face before. You can't remember if it was in person or from a book or something like that, or a description of someone, but you just, you just the can't builder? quite make, you can't quite make it out. The, yeah. One of the 20, maybe, uh, you, you just, you're just not sure, uh. but there, but so, there's something is familiar about it. The, uh, but what's interesting is that it voices, it says something as you enter into the room. Shit. Yup. And it 
it seems to, it says it like in a pleading tone and the eyes themselves seem to animate, like the whole head seems to sort of animate, right? Uh, as it says, says this, and it says it in modern Archontian. And it says in a sort of mournful tone, it says, I cannot see the path. Help me to see clearly. It's not like Osric or one of our other dead characters, is it? No. I'm, I'm, I'm telling I'm telling you this isn't like me calling for you to, to conjure up your own memories like it, it's it's just something like your characters probably may have come across but there's it's impossible to know without further there wouldn't have been any reason to memorize that face sure mm-hmm. the shape of the eyes where the eyes are missing John mm-hmm. is it look, is it look like someone's removed right uh yeah possibly yeah like gemstones pried from the eyeballs or something like that possibly yeah. how big are the indentations that they um that they have uh, the kind of kind of what you would assume but it does it doesn't um if you're thinking about the ring it doesn't doesn't look like it would fit does it match ring. that yeah it doesn't okay. match that uh on the let's see on the northwest one which is the other face that you can see without moving too much around the room mort um you are surprised and delighted to see mort that it is a wizened goblinoid face with, hey. with pointed pointed ears and pointed teeth and a grinning mouth the nose, however, is absent, um, leaving a three-inch diameter hole that is at least one foot deep into the pillar. Okay. Now, when you say the nose is absent, it, like, snapped off or never was there? It looks like it was snapped off or broken off or worn down or something like that. It's like a jagged hole. All right. Um, Mort's going to step into the room. And kind of sidling along the the curved wall to the west there uh, to get a better look at this goblin and maybe see if the nose is lying on the floor somewhere. Uh, Okay. And back into the everybody else that they should come on up. In the northern portion of the room, you don't see any signs of it. Most of the debris on here is just basically, yeah, blue dust, like blue chunks of blue tile, things of that nature. Right, right. All right. Uh, Av Av and company will will come in to shine the light. Um, While he does that, look at the dust, and I'm going to go tuck in that kid, and I'll be right back in a minute. Sure. So does the goblin voice say anything? Does the goblin face say anything? It does not speak, actually, yeah. Okay. So, so Ted, obviously, like, someone's coming from the east, defacing the statues or breaking the statues or, like, whatever – and then going back the way they came, right? Like, so the nose is probably eastwards or like whatever. Yeah, right? I mean, it's a reasonable guess, yeah. It seems to be like actually like there's relatively clear of debris in the immediate area around the entire pillar. I mean, within mm-hmm. like a couple of feet. And then only the clear path um, continues to the east. Can we Can we tell, John, like what kind of footprints are clearing this path? Like maybe on the edges of the cleared area where someone might have stepped where there's still a lot more powder or whatever to see if they're like man-sized or or smaller or bigger or anything like that. Fortunately, it's too hard to tell because it's just a wide path that has been cleared. But the path looks I'm, like it on was made. On the edge of the path? Like on the edge of the path? <laughs> or Fortunately not. There's no, there's no extant footprints of any sort. Um, but uh, uh, the width of the, of the path makes you think it's probably meant to accommodate, you know, a humanoid or smaller Person. If if Mort's standing roughly on the map there where it says eight one, and as Matt or whoever's got light source comes in, he wants to look around the corner down that uh, western hallway. Sure. 
so down the western hallway, it's actually a staircase um, oh, that goes directly going... go, goes directly upward and westward, and it goes mm -hmm. for uh, thirty feet before dwindling off in the darkness. However, at the um, uh, after twenty feet. At like the twenty foot mark, there is a pass. It, there, it looks like it rounds a corner to the north, and, and also continues onward towards the west. So, what like a landing after at the twenty foot no, mark, or a no landing? landing. There's actually no landing. It's kind of weird. There's um, it, it, it's like the stairway kind of goes up, but then there's like a passageway that kind of juts off to the right, right off the stairs. Here, uh, after or, twenty feet, yeah, at the twenty foot 20 mark, feet. yeah. But so that, is not, that is not a stairway, like, though, Ted. It's a passageway. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I thought you said, uh, yeah, okay. What? That is weird. Okay, so uh, what do you do? <laughs> Can I go do the same thing at the southern passage? Sure. So looking in the southern passage you can see that that also is a stairway, but it is going down. And that one also goes for 30 feet before disappearing. As you kind of circle around uh, Darius, you can kind of get a bead on some of the other faces. So, as I said, on the northeast was the speaking handsome young man, right, with missing eyes. On the northwest was the goblin with no nose. On the west, is the long, narrow face of a man with a pronounced cranium, a sharp chin, and a crooked nose, like almost like a caricature of a caricature of some, like an ugly person, right? Um, at the man's throat is an ibis medallion. Uh, the pupils of the face are smaller than normal; they're about half inch in diameter, and um, and are so. In the face, they appear smaller than what the face has been carved to look like. However, the eyes themselves are large and the eye sockets themselves, I should say, are large and um, circular, not oval. This is on the western face. Yeah. Okay. So we'll call this uh, Ibis Man or Cranian Man. I think Ibis Man. Does he look like a priest, John? Um. He. It, it does give you the impression that there might be like a caricature of like a priest of Thoth. Yeah. Uh, but not a kind one, but not like a nice caricature. Uh, not, not, no, not a kind one. Now, something happens. Oh, before you do that, you said there's a passageway that went down. Which one was that? Uh, the southern passageway the goes down at the staircase for 30 feet. Now, Mort doesn't have time to realize that. Darius does quickly as he kind of rounds the corner, but I'm going to say that both Mort and Darius are kind of uh, circling around at the same time. As you basically line up with the eyeline of that um, of the priest of Thoth on the western side, Avaricios and the rest of the party, you see them blink out of existence, just gone. Okay. Well, what did you guys do? Um, what did you guys do? I feel like you did that, John, just because Matt was coming back right then. That's... It couldn't have been more perfect. Okay, give me oh. a... Uh, so I have my backup character here ready. That's cool. <laughs> you are not dead, but you are no longer there. 
Okay. Uh. <laughs> he split the party, John. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Give me one second. Where, where's this <laughs> toilet? All right. Uh, let me take a quick break while I suss out a, a room description. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, man. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, we're back in action. I had to uh, read, uh, uh, read a room description because uh, things, things have changed a lot, a lot. So yeah, we let's, should, let's, I wish we, everyone out there had seen John's glee when he was like laughing. Yeah, at reading. Exactly. Okay. I think it was that, that half half glee, half like terror because he doesn't know. Where yeah, it. yeah, exactly. We'll where, see how where this goes. All right, so let's let's uh, let's obviously stick with the, the momentum here first with Darius and Mort. Darius and Mort, you teleport. You 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 feel nothing. Like there's no evidence other than the fact that you were one place and now you're another place. Uh, be, and so you kind of take a step back in shock as you realize that where the hell are we you know um so the you are in a vast chamber i mean a vast chamber and you are in the middle you are in the middle of the northern section of it between two broken pillars as you look down the barrel of this long rectangular chamber and it is huge up above you like the um uh what are we talking here nothing right the complete darkness right so only Mort can see anything that the vague um uh, <laughs> Mort's like uh I don't know this Darius guy bye <laughs> <laughs> right all right so no, I'm gonna no. say uh, I'm gonna give you the dimensions as far as 60 feet in any direction um Mort but yeah. uh, just be aware so I need you for the purposes of this for uh, mapping for mapping just pick a random spot on this map that's very far away from where where you were drawing before. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are in a chamber that, as far as you can see, is one, two, three, four, five. It is exactly 60 feet east to west. It is perfectly rectangular. Okay, so 60 feet, uh, 60 east, feet east to west. West. Yeah. You okay. are directly in the middle so you're like 30 feet in, standing between okay. two broken pillars that are 10 foot to either side of you. Okay. All Hold right. On. I need a, I'm going to, I got to make like a, a, a marker for me and Darius, I think. Okay. I'm just okay. going to amp inside and you, that. And you, are, you are 10 feet south of the northern wall. So, but like. Uh, right in the right, middle. Right there. You got it. Right exactly. The and then I've got... <clears throat> Two broken pillars, 10 foot to the west and the east of you. I don't have a pillar marker. Okay. So, um, let's do this again here. So, there, like a pillar here. Yep. Ah, I want it to be a little bigger. Is it How big are the pillars? Pretty big? Uh, you know, it takes over the intersection there, yeah. All right, let me make it a little bigger. Okay, and it goes south. The room goes south for at least 60 feet before your infrusion sort of dies away. Okay. And the ceiling is visible or not? No. So the ceiling... The ceiling is so massive 
that it at least goes up 60 feet before it just continues going beyond your infusion. So is it, is it work stone, John, or is it like natural? He doesn't see the ceiling. That's the thing. It's like the, it I mean just, the wall, right? The wall right by us and the floor. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm getting there. I'm just giving the, yeah. Um, okay. So basically John, that's what we see right now, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. So, uh, the, for the, uh, let's see. So it looks like for the first 25 feet of wall height, it looks like it was originally plastered and decorated with images of Thoth. Um, and, but, but there's not a lot remaining. You can see that there is, um, there is one on one of the walls where it's like a, a side view of Thoth with his left arm horizontal to the ground and pointing in his right arm against his thigh. Um, the hall is dark. You can see that there are brackets for a bunch of torches that still exist, like, you know, sconces that are, that still exist on the walls. <laughs> oh, oh, interestingly enough, um, on the, in the sconces on the walls, there are torches unlit in the sconces, fresh torches. Hmm. Okay. So it looks like there are, um, 40 foot tall, freestanding columns that once lined this hall. But what the ones that you can see have been thrown over. So, Ted, you can see that, let's see, one, two, 30 feet beyond the first set of pillars to your right and left, there is another set um, that are also thrown over, have been sort of been toppled. So, um, here? Yep, exactly. Okay, but we'll call this a... So they were freestanding, oh, right? God. They only reached up 40 feet, which is not the entire height of the chamber because it goes on beyond that. But right. all four of the ones that you can see have been toppled over, right? Um, there are... We see, we see four? Well, the one to your right and left and then the two two ahead of you. With the, the ones right and left of us are also knocked over? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I missed that somehow. Yeah. Okay. The... Um, Another noticeable thing that you notice immediately is that there is very little dust here at all. All right. There are scorch marks that are easily noticeable on the floor and the walls. And there are a large number of broken arrows that litter the ground. Okay. And that, let's see, uh, is there any other, can you see any egresses? Yes. Okay. So after at the 20 foot mark on the Eastern wall, there is a passageway that goes East. Right. Where I put all my text. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, okay. And after 20 the, foot mark, after the 20 foot mark, there is a passageway that goes East after the 20 foot mark. Oh, yep. Okay. So and after the 50-foot mark, there is another passageway that goes east. Okay. All right. So. After the after the 50-foot mark. So right at the edge of my vision. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You don't see anything pinging with your infravision. Uh, let's Oof. see. I'm just going to make sure that I'm getting everything for you here. I apologize. And, and no exits on the western wall. Uh, none that you can see. Oh, wait. I'm wrong. Totally lying. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, you can see that. So let's see. Ooh, After the one, two, three, four, five. So right at the 50 foot mark, there is an open set of double doors. No those, light from any the, of these, right? No light. Yeah, you can't see anything uh, at all. Uh, Darius. So the um, the doors themselves are a massive pair of stone double doors. All right. And they so... appear to be scorched and cracked. And they're open at about a 20 degree angle or so, leaving about a three foot wide entrance between them. Hey, John. Yeah. Does it smell like dragon in here? Nope. <laughs> Good question, though. <laughs> the um, the doors appear to have some sort of uh, carvings on each one of them that are different, but you can't quite make them out without you know without getting closer or using real light. Um, and I think that's probably about all you can see. So is that door about right? What you're talking about there? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five. Let me check here. Sorry. Sorry, one. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. So you want the um the doors to be uh, like the top the northern door to be on the fifty foot square. Yeah. And they're open, just so you'd be aware, right? The three foot wide passageway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Open into the room or away from uh, they're um, open into the into your current room. Yup, just like that. And, and, and nothing is peeing on your infravision, right? Right. John, I'm going to light a torch. Okay, so you uh, you light a torch. <laughs> All right, and then. It basically illuminates everything I've said at this point. Um, so you're you're also are kind of in the know now, uh, but you're uh, you know only thirty feet ahead of you there. Can I go inspect the arrows? Yes, you can. I hope they're goblin arrows. So uh, yeah, they they appear to be not ancient, like they appear to be quite modern, but they're pretty pretty well made, serviceable. Oh boy, they, they do not appear to be crude. Longbow or okay. a shortbow, or do they look like they're Arcantian? Is there any like knowledge that I have about the fletching or anything like that that uh, they used? You are Kumus, so I would say that you can definitely determine that they are not Kumus. They uh, come from uh, Doc Brown's Arrow Emporium on Third <laughs> Street in Gosterwick. Uh, these are the those, Saturday Night Special. Those guys are the best. Okay, um, uh, John. I, Jared, I lick my screwed. finger and hold. I lick my finger and I hold it up. Yeah. Is there a breeze anywhere coming in from this room? Uh, that doesn't Air appear curls. to be. Not really. No. I mean, there's there's a current, but it's just sort of kind of swirling around, probably just because of the natural height of the room itself. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, All right. 
Let's see. Uh, Let's... I want to check something real quick. I'm sorry. You can go. You can keep talking. I think we should move uh, south and get the full lay of this room. I agree. With the torch, we still can't see the ceiling, right? You cannot see the ceiling, but I'm checking to see if you can see something up there. Uh, I gotta, I gotta check. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's some stuff. The scorch marks are Ted. <laughs> what are the scorch, yeah, marks? Oh, the scorch marks again? I, I was trying to map and listen, and I'm Everything afraid I didn't scorched. Do there's wide swaths of the ground are scorched. The doors are cracked and scorched. Um, John said it doesn't smell like dragon in here, but I'm not really sure I believe him. So, <laughs> <laughs> how would you know what dragon smells like? Everybody knows what dragon smells when like. When have you been sniffing dragon? Dude, they sell um, candles in Gosterwick. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so, John, uh, yeah. if, if like the walls are scorched, you say? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Gar- Mort will uh, rub his fingers on that. And does it come off like soot or is it uh, is it oily or greasy or is the like the stone like burnt and it's just blackened stone, maybe a little melted, that kind of thing? What are we like looking at? It's more like um like soot. Uh yeah. More like that. Like there was a raging fire in here as opposed to the sort of heat thing we've seen from say alien stuff that scorched. No, it's, it's not it's not that extreme at all. No. Yeah. Um, so you don't know about raging fire. And once again, I'm not saying like there are the entire place is scorched uniformly. There are scorch marks on the walls uh-huh. and the uh-huh. floor. All right. Like, like a couple of wizards had a little uh, fireball fight, possibly. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, so should we move south, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should. Let's move. Let's move to here, John. Okay. I'm going to describe up uh, thirty feet beyond that, but I'm going to move back to the rest of the party with Matt. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And let's let's try and keep cover behind the broken pillars, Ted. Let's not saunter down the middle of the. Yeah. Road. Okay. Move up to some cover behind a column. Okay. Not a problem. So I'm going to say, um, uh, you know, kind of observing the room, then moving forward is going to take a turn. Um, yeah. You move forward, and the room basically continues for 30 feet south without any sort of interruption, really. Um, there, let's see. So at the 20-foot mark past the bottom of the of the double doors there is a passageway that leads west so um at the 20 foot mark uh after the 20 foot mark yeah after the 20 foot mark to mm-hmm. do so like to do like that yes correct uh-huh Yep, and then okay. the um, there is another set of toppled pillars that is the same um, interval southwards. So here and here, correct. That's right. Yep, and yet even then, well, I should say that the uh, Darius's torchlight um, sh- uh, you know, dwindles and it still shows that the room kind of expands outward. However. Um, uh, Mort, with your infravision, um, which extends beyond that torchlight, uh, you're saying there one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you could see the actual far end of the room. So the uh, room. So if you look at the ten foot passageway to the west, there, 
um, it extends yeah. another 20 feet beyond that passageway before it hits the southern wall. Okay. Okay. Now, there is, um, uh, first of all, there is a passageway to the east that is 10 foot north of that southern wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Interestingly enough as well is as you kind of step forward there and you were able to look at the passageways that you've um, passed that lead eastern, you can see that after 10 feet down those passageways, there are barricades and they are identical. Oh, fuck me. Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> there is a seven-foot-tall masonry wall that runs across the original hallway there, 10 foot down each of those hallways. Um, Wait, oh. <laughs> we're in the middle of a no man's land, man. This is where they all come out and beat the shit out yeah, of each other. So it's seven feet tall and it's definitely masonry that has been built recently out of the previous Arcantian stone. It's been repurposed, right? So it's seven feet tall. The, um, the height of the corridor is 10 feet, like most of the corridors all. So there is a three foot gap high up, right? That can and be that's all three of the Easter. We haven't seen the third one. Just you, haven't the first seen the, two. you haven't seen the third one, but the first two are like that. And then there is a, another barricade, the same sort of one, but it is, um, been built across the Southern wall, um, at the 20 foot mark coming from the west so like something like that no no no. i'm sorry i i said that wrong on the on the act on the actual wall on the southern wall if you go 20 feet in from the west there is a barricade right on the southern wall there oh is there a passage there that we can't see it, it possibly yeah it's a seven foot tall piece of masonry but there is you know there's a three foot space above that that appears to lead south i see you see what I'm saying? I do. I do. Right where Matt's got his thing is exactly right. Okay. Crikey. Matt, thank you for being patient with us. No problem. Um, okay. So you've got a barricade right there. Same sort of masonry barricade. Now, in the far southeastern corner on the southern wall, it is completely choked with rubble. So something, something Far broke. South, what corner? Uh, southeast corner on the southern wall. There's like a like a scree of of rubble, and you can see that there was probably a passageway at some point leading directly south, but it's completely choked with rubble. All the way up to the in, in this corner, or ten feet in. Uh, in the corner, like that's really good, Ted. Yeah, and then it, it looks like that rubble continues to the south, but it's completely choked. Do you see what I'm saying? Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. yes. What we found in the other level there. Correct. Exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and I would say then, uh, no, you can't. You can't see it. And then uh, Are there last two thing, more columns. Yes. Yes. That's the last thing I was going to say. Uh, the last thing I want to note for you before we move over to Matt is that there is a couple of strange items that are embedded in the western wall. <laughs> I know. I know, Ted. Sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm describing rooms that are cool. <laughs> uh, if if I have a question, John, 
Yeah. Just point of order, point of order. If Mike and I explore a room that is different from a room that um, Matt explores, does that count towards the five or do we yeah, yeah. Have, each have yes. to hit the five? Um, yeah. A member of the AV club has to, okay. you, know, you know, I total all of those up, right? Um, okay. 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 So items embedded in the wall. Um, okay. <laughs> there it, it's, it's very strange. You can only describe them, um, in your, in your head, uh, Morton Darius as the bell end of two horns, right? Like, like made out of horn, but also a horn, right? You know, like an animal horn, yeah, right? Trumpet um, horn? Yeah. Or a... but, uh, it's like a, it's like a trumpet horn, but it's like made out of horn, right? Like a, like a ram's horn, right? Um, and, but it's like the bell end and the bell end are facing outward into the room. And there are two of them and they are, um, uh, let me double check just to make sure. Like, like as if a minotaur had rammed the wall and ripped his horns off, getting his head free, uh, kind of thing are they like bloody stumps of no 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 it looks like they were deliberately carved in place they look really nice it's like just like the bell end of a trumpet and they've been embedded into the wall themselves um carefully carefully placed as like looks almost decorative but it's just sort of so so weird and out of place um and there are two of them and there is um okay so one two okay so one is literally straddling the 20 foot line on the western wall coming down from the north. Like right there. Uh yep. And the other one is um uh the other one is straddling the line 10 feet to the south of that. Interesting. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mike, yeah. Is there and more scorch marks from the horn. Like, is it look like something was ejected from the horn that was like fiery oil or something? Like good, that? good question. No, you can't make any pattern out of that. All right. Sweet. So dwell on that. The two of you. We're gonna move back to Avaricios <laughs> and all of the returners. <laughs> like uh, the way I figure it, I can die like seven, like four or five times now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like go through the line. Okay, so you did witness it, Avariosios. You saw you saw them kind of move west. They appear to kind of come right into the western line, right, and then just disappear, just gone. Ah, ah. Okay, all right, everyone. This is uh, this is probably a good thing. Um, uh, what was it? <laughs> is it though? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, trust me. This is everybody. Listen, I've been at this a long time. <laughs> And uh, like more, like Mort said the other day, we're very good adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. he said so, it was something to that effect. I think we're where, pretty good. Where, where did Mister Mark go? Where did he go? Oh, oh, don't later. Do, do later. Do not. Do not worry. This is all good. This is this is how it goes. This is how you bop around the dungeon and get out. Right. This is this is this is the way. Like, if, you, do, do you, if you say so. Well, so that, you, that's the way out, and she starts to move towards the western side. Well, so let me ask you something. Like, do, do you remember this room? Do when you, from a long time ago? Oh back yes. You... Oh yes, yes. The pillar. I remember. And mm-hmm. what what do you remember? Did you come? Did you come from that way? And he points to the eastern, uh, uh, at the eastern uh, uh, hallway with the, uh, with the clear me, path. Let me check actually real quick. Um, 
So would you remember? Yes. Okay. So she, um, yeah, she kind of, she kind of peers around. She's sort of like tapping her lip and looking and she stops for a minute and she's like, kind of closes her eyes. Like she's playing any, mini miny mo. And then she points towards the East. She's like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then she points at, and she kind of makes a circle as she shows that she kind of came from the East, moved around the Eastern side and then went to the North, which is where you guys came from. All right. All right. Um, it would have been really useful knowledge, Lida. <laughs> five minutes ago, you didn't ask. She was right there. She's crazy. She was like, oh no, I got this. I got this. Um, all right. So, uh, from where we are, uh, with some caution, um, I do want to see what the. Um, I can't move the PC thing. It's attached to the line. Um, I do want to see. Uh, he would move up close enough uh, so that he can see what, what I done. <laughs> we're now permanently attached to the wall. Um, uh, just just like close enough to uh, uh, look and see what the face is facing east and to look in that eastern uh, hallway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, there's no guarantee. There's there, no guarantee that we'll all get sent to the same place, right? All right, it's so true. You're moving carefully around the east. So you're gonna you pass the the face that said those words before, right? You kind of remember that. I cannot see the path. Uh -huh. I don't need to see it clearly. Nothing seems to happen as you pass by the face. You get to the eastern one. You see that this uh, face here is a dignified middle aged woman. She has an aquiline nose, which is uh, distinctive for Arcantian people. Uh -huh. uh, it's a uh -huh. sign like the more aquiline the nose, it's actually a sign of beauty, um, uh, even to this day. Pursed lips. And narrowed eyes. The pupils, similar to the pupils that uh, uh, that they would witness in the priest of Thoth, are are uh, round. They're perfectly round in size, quite large. Are they? Um, and, Is it like hand sized or larger or uh, not? Not hand sized. They look to be. Um, uh, can you see my finger? Yeah, they're yeah. like this. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I can actually tell you. They're, they're, I actually have the dimensions. Um, they are one inch in diameter. Oh, so like finger, finger holes. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> oh. Um, who's, who, <laughs> oh <God. who's, laughs> just, just you, Avaricios, right? <laughs> just you. Um, yeah, just me. Okay. All right. So oh. uh, as you kind of come in and you kind of come alongside of that face and you see it, you wink out of existence. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me oh, I thought it was okay. They came this way before. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> Okay, so you you <laughs> wink out of existence, Evriusos, and uh, when in the in the very next second, the first thing that enters your mind is daylight, like the sunlight, like blinding sunlight everywhere, right? Um, Ooh, and then uh, and then the next second you realize is that oh shit, I'm falling. And oh shit! <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> and and you fall. Um, you, 
uh, you don't you don't fall that far. You fall ten feet, but you have no way of like catching yourself or you know because you're just so you're so surprised. So you're okay. gonna take a uh, uh. little, little bit of damage. It's okay. It's only ten feet, so you're gonna take four points of damage. Okay, that's okay. that's as, bad. As okay. you as you He's... are you are basically teleported in the middle of uh, the of the air, and you drop ten feet down onto a pile of rubble. And this pile of rubble that you are on is surrounded on all sides by the destroyed remnants of a vast and beautiful palace, one that you have entered before and witnessed one of your companions dying a horrible death within. One, oh! one Varger from quite <laughs> some time <ya>! ago. <laughs> what? See you, suckers! Yeah. So you land heavily and you kind of look around and you're like, Am I where I think I am? And lo and behold, you are. Oh. Did the other people go with him? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now we're going to find out who do they really love? Who do they really, really love? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Before All right, parent. so um, with that turn of events, we're going to take our second break of the night, and we will return. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Okay. We're back for the final uh, run here. Okay, so here's the situation. Retainers, put them in the back of your <laughs> mind. They're, they're gone. You have no idea what's going on with them. The um, uh, Avaricios is now in daylight. He is um, hurting and is lying atop the rubble of the, um, of the palace ruins, basically in the middle of the, of the city of Ardenbul, the, um, uh, of the ruined city. It is daytime. It appears to be the sun is in the sky, Avrisios, where you think it would, would be, right? Like time does not seem to have elapsed, right? Uh-huh. Uh, um, uh-huh. So it's still like early morning, nine, what are we at? We're at 9.50-ish in the morning. The um, On the other end, Darius and Mort are still deep within the dungeon. They're not exactly sure where they are. So this is what I'm going to do mechanically, I think, um, going forward until you guys come up with a better plan. Get your backup characters out. All of you. Okay. And what I so that people aren't left out when we switch between you're going uh, and your main character is not present. You're going to be playing your backup characters. Okay, that's awesome. You understand? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so, John, I I was planning on being uh, uh, Nyal uh, as my backup. Should I not? Should I go to my Should I go to my rolled backup instead? Yeah, you should go to your rolled backup for yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean that Nyal's now out, you know, can't can't be, but Nyal's we, you know, obviously just cannot be your net your you know, with the other guys. Okay. All right. So what to the effect that Matt will use his rolled up backup character when we're well, you know we more and Darius and vice versa. Yeah, although now that I think about it, we could just retcon it and make it easy. If Matt wanted to play Nyal, that that was the idea, then we could have Nyal kind of ventured forward with with uh, Morton Darius and and disappeared with them, would that just make yeah. it easier? I think. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that would be amazing because I would love to have a fifth level fighter with us with a shit ton of hit points. <laughs> yeah, 
Okay, so hey, let's do that. So fifth level you, goblin with a shit ton of awesome. Yeah. So um, so we'll say that y'all went with you with Avaricios on the ruined city. I'm going to say that your um, that the two backup characters that Mike and Ted are going to be playing were just two adventurers that had wandered up to the broken head, right? And then they they were just you know exploring as a team, um, and the palace ruins were of course attractive, and then they see this cleric suddenly pop into existence <laughs> in the air. Um, and what they were doing is actually they were investigating. I don't know. This is this is so long ago. I mean, this must have been like episode three or four or something like that. I don't even remember. But um, uh, I don't know if you remember, but the the main palace used to have like a huge central dome, and then the it was flanked on either side by lesser domes. But the western and central dome had collapsed, leaving only the eastern portion of the palace and the eastern dome dome intact. Underneath that's where that, we export. Yeah, yeah, and the eastern dome. Um, underneath that Eastern Dome was a solarium where where Varger met his end, right? Um, Episode yeah, 5, October uh, the 23rd, 2022, the 29th of Lucrios. We damn. entered long the, time ago, the, uh, over the a year palace. ago. A year ago in our time. So, the um, but don't forget too that there was this, there was a strange set of black ebony doors that led into the eastern portion that were still uh -huh. standing, but you were actually able to crawl over the rubble beyond the doors to actually get into the in intact portion of the eastern section. You notice like the desiccated corpses, like servants in those hallways. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then you made your, and the only notable feature was the solarium that you finally made your way into. You also noticed too that there was a teleportation circle um, mm -hmm. within inside that eastern. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. And uh, Ted asked while you were off camera, Matt, if you if you appeared over that teleportation circle, that was not the case. Um, so there appears to be no relation to you teleporting and that teleportation circle. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, do you guys have your backup characters with you? Yep. Ted and yeah. Mike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's stick with Matt for a moment because he just he just kind of popped into okay. existence down there, and you guys kind of are crawling. You're you're standing in front of those ebony doors with like your arms crossed, and then you're just like, what the fuck? Um, so who who does who is Avaricios approached by? I am uh, playing Titus Valerius, a half elf whose father was Arcantian, and I am wearing mm -hmm. chainmail and I have a hand axe and I am uh, pointing it at this strange materializing interloper and demanding an explanation about this sort of behavior. Cool. So you're you're Titus. So I assume that your your human side was Arcantian. Yeah, yeah, my Kantian father. Very good. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, and I am playing a large. Uh, I think the Norse equivalency, the Wiskins. Uh huh. Right. Yep. Wiskins. Right. Um, this like large burly guy with a little bit of a beer gut, two long blonde braids coming down on either side of his helmet, wearing some Arcantian like lamellar armor and carrying a massive flail. Around his neck, I've got like a, a raven symbol in front of a tree. Nice. I can tell you who you're the cleric of. What's his name? Brother Lothar. Lothar. Lothar, Lothar and Titus. of the hill people. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Thank you. There's a call out for you from back in the day. Uh, I am Lothar of the hill people. <laughs> uh, Ted, you're Titus. I'm just changing some names on the uh, the little overlay here. I have to okay. say, John, that your little predicament made me just totally raid my kids like fucking Halloween candy. I'm like, <laughs> you got to stress eating. <laughs> yeah. 
do we do we even have a map of that? No, we don't. We did I not map think... the palace. We didn't map it because it was on the uh, surface map thing. I think we so. Never went, yeah, there's there's no. We map. went there's down no the one passageway which led to the you know angry plant monster, and then we left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and that that was my concern. As long as I'm not in that room, because he very well remembers, and that's what he would be looking around like. Thought number one, like, oh, I'm outside. Thought number two, oh, I'm at the palace. I know this place. <laughs> yeah, right. Thought number three is like, where's that plant thing? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he's asking. Where did you see the pl- the plant monster? Is he? Where is he? Is he still around? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so I, I, I missed John. Are we inside the palace or right out in front of it? You're out in front of it. You're in front of those black right. ebony doors that would have normally okay. been the entrance into that into the eastern wing. But it's easy enough to avoid those, crawl over the rubble, then into the main passageway into the eastern right. portion. Right. But but Avaricious just appeared in air above us, right in front of the door. Yep. And fell down in front of us. Pretty much. Yep. Just okay. make things easy. Yep. Um, and you are uh, your half elf, right? Okay. Yeah. Half elf one. Sorry, I'm, I'm just changing some overlay stuff for the, sure. the audience because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm that nice kind of guy. So I basically Pale have like a slash, well a, a slash thing going, you know, like Lothar slash Darius, Titus slash Mortal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, continue. Greetings, Mortal. Uh, I, mortal is very accurate right now. I'm really feeling it. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he like <laughs> gets up off the off the rocks and looks around. Whence um, comest thou? Um, I think the most important thing to know is I know this place. Um, and seriously, that you haven't seen the plant monster, right? Like, he's not around here. You're running from him or something? No, I am uh, not in fear of plants. Oh, you should be afraid of the ones in. Uh, he looks around, and if he recognizes those eastern doors, the ones in there. Bad news. Let me tell you. Um, uh, oh, forgive me. I, I, my name is Avaricios, uh, left hand of Lysion. Uh, you know, I'm a cleric. You can tell this, but uh, whew, what a couple of days I've had, huh? So you uh, both clerics can kind of immediately size up that you are clerics of different gods and not only different gods, but different pantheons entirely. Right. <laughs> um, not that there would be. I, I, I eyeball them a little bit, John, and then I, I reach down to my belt and I, I pull out a, a wine skin that's filled with hard liquor and I pass it to him. Oh, oh it's, okay, life. this guy I like. <laughs> you are you. <laughs> And he takes it, he takes it. Uh, okay, just a moment. Let this is Strong this is important. Drink is a mocker. <laughs> and he says, uh, you know, I um, uh, Odin, right? Am I yeah. am I reading this right? Okay, Lysian, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, all right. Personally, I think Odin and Lysian <laughs> would get along really well. I think that they would be uh, fast friends. And yeah, he'll take a big, big swig of that wine. Okay. Um, and no, says, that's, that's whiskey, bro. Oh, whiskey, whiskey. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, maybe not as big, but uh, still significant. <laughs> Whew. Okay. All right. So what do you uh, want to do, Matt? Yeah. You guys haven't uh, been at this very long, have you? And he kind of looks at you <laughs> all clean. Yeah. <laughs> We're very <laughs> clean. You have, not, there's it, no patches in my trousers. Looks Since oh. you have both hands. I have both hands. Yeah. yeah. That's probably true, actually. With neophytes like yourself, like Avaricios, as the highest level character in in the campaign so far, and the shit that like 
you've got to take a moment and just picture what Avaricios probably looks like. like this guy looks like a veteran <laughs> fucking adventurer. Like this guy is hard core, right? Dirty, mangled, hurt, scars, missing hand, loaded to bear with armor and weapons and cool magical items, you know, like looking like a total badass, right? Where where did you guys come from? Tell me, tell Gosterwick. me where you're Gosterwick. Straight up straight up Gosterwick. Have you we been up at the inn, but their their alcohol was was bullshit, so we came over here. <laughs> oh oh tell me tell me something. Did you see a little goblin there and uh, uh, a, a woman, the yay tall, wearing red, yeah, the red goblin armor? Was, the goblin was stinking drunk and had a pile of gold coins in front of him. We don't know why. <laughs> so, hey. Darius, Dar I'm sorry, Lothar and Titus. Yeah. With, the, with that question, you can confirm that you did see those two people that he's referring to. However, um, there was something that you noticed when you went to the Broken Head. You were told when you went up the Ard Invader by the Knights of the Azure Shield that, um, uh, that just to be wary around the inn because the inn had been fortified recently because of increased goblin presence and has been fortified by what the Knights of the Azure Shield disdainfully referred to as the Wine Dark Cohort, but thought that they were, you know, piss poor mercenaries. And why would you ever trust mercenaries, right? So with that uh, under your belt, you went back to the broke, you went to the broken head and you notice something that while your, your brief stay there, before you ventured out into the city, that it appeared that Kronos, who seemed to be in charge of the cohort or had hired them, um, disbanded them while you were there. Hmm. Oh. Claiming that their services were no longer needed. The leader of the uh, cohort, who was sort of like that um, uh, Aragorn sort of figure at, at, at mm -hmm. that time for that, for that small amount of people there, um, looked a little bit nonplussed by it. That it was paid, you know, that's kind of fine, but they were kind of enjoying their time there because it was easy work. And so when you left, they were still sort of there and milling about. And as uh -oh. you left, you saw that Codswallop went up to the leader and had a little private conversation out back. But you couldn't quite make out what it was. Uh -oh. Okay. All right. All right. You better you better go scour the shire. This, this was yesterday. Alive. This was yesterday, Lothar. So it was on the second. All right. Um, here's here's what we're going to do. Listen to me. <laughs> I know I've I've been around the, the the pyramid a few times. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> we're going to wait here for just a bit. We're going to give it a little little moment to see if any of my friends and cohorts, very powerful people, they're very good, you'll like them. If, <laughs> if they come the same way that I did, through magical egress, let's give them a moment. And then we're going back to that broken head. Okay. I, I kind of look up like a little dubiously. Yeah, and then like, I move away like from where man. he plummeted to the ground. Yeah, you might want to back off because you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be under there. So you you wait a, a little while, but yeah, no. we're gonna we're gonna nothing. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound good. This doesn't sound great. All right. So um, what, do you, what do you guys do? Um. All right. Yeah. If he gives it, he's gonna give it a few turns, like see if anybody else follows where he went. When they don't, he's just gonna figure that the retainers kind of followed the other guys. He's gonna shake his head. Hopefully, I mean they're 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 pretty good, you know. And hopefully they'll make it. Uh, they'll make it back. 
and uh, he's going to lead his two new friends uh, back up to uh, back up to the Broken Head. But right, so we you just guys came to go adventuring. Why exactly. are we going back? Uh, yeah. Thrust, thrust me, my friends. Um, uh, you're going to want to be part of my organization, whether or not my old friends uh, make it back there or not. Let's and see I, the color of your gold. All right. Well, most of it, uh, most of it is back in the thing, but I've got some here. No, no problem, pal. What's in my? You're carrying. Uh... What do I got here? <laughs> You've got a gold symbol of Thothibus. I've got money, but I, I keep track of my money here. Ancient brandy. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna grab uh ten gold pieces out of my back. Now this is this is just uh, to accompany me back up to the um, uh, back up to the broken head, my friends. Come on, you're, you're okay. giving me five gold pieces. I'm giving you ten gold pieces to come back with me each. Yeah. Yeah, each one yeah. of you get ten. You score. I mean, we're we're kind of going like the intro stuff that I was sort of sworn off like the, the last episode. So it, it, you don't need to do that, Matt, if you don't want to. I mean, we could just you know, it, yeah, everyone's tight friends and. No, no, I want ten gold pieces. <laughs> I'll give them ten. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, uh, do you guys agree to go back uh, to the broken head? Sure. Yeah. Why not? It beats getting eaten by a plant and he could obviously he needs some help this strange old man getting and back to the end here he's lost and confused he obviously knows some stuff too right he well, said i'm all about i'm all about that and i want to see if i can convert him to odin <laughs> good luck 10 11 12 15 16 16 times uh let's see 16 times 50 is 300 divided by 90. Okay, so it's going to be a three-turn journey if you're going to go as the crow flies over the Bridge of Doubt towards the Colossus of, um, the Broken Colossus of Arden, which is just her feet, right? Yeah. Um, and then skirting the eastern side of the river, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Through the gap, that whole thing. Yep, yeah, okay. straight up. We've gone that path before. Okay, so the, um, okay, so as you go up that path, and you look to the pyramid uh, to the east. You can see that the uh, you know how there was the standing structure of the pillars that uh, uh, on top of the statue of Thoth, the main entrance yep. of the dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you remember a long time ago, you you not a long time ago, but a few days ago, I guess, um, you witnessed um, goblins up there, sort of fortifying that area, right? You kind of remember mm-hmm. that, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you now see that there is a solid structure on all four sides of that platform that blocks any access into that platform without going through the structure first. It appears to be wooden, ramshackle, but um, constructed in a way that is easily defensible with arrow slits on on all sides. Okay? Yep. Um, In addition, you see a lone goblin who has climbed up the top of the conical platform uh top right so at the very pinnacle of the of the pyramid itself at the very highest point is just sort of squatting there right a sentry uh yeah he has a bow that is on his back but um and from this distance you see that he is holding some sort of strange tube to one eye and he's just peering around through that tube and he sweeping sweeping and then he sees you and it's like and it like you know he stops 
and that tube is like looking right at you, right? Uh-huh. So this is a far distance. Doesn't do anything, but you see him slowly kind of reach towards his bow, pulls out an arrow, puts it on the rest, and just kind of has it there as he sets yeah. his tube down. He just sort of and it's just sort of like looking at you from a like a clear distance. You know what I mean? But he hasn't Are, pulled the we're bow. We're not within bow range, yeah. right? We're not within bow range. You're not within bow range, no. And he's like way high up and far away, but you can just see like he's 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 marked you. He's 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 on to you, right? When high above, it, you hear a long, high pitched, uh, reptilian screech from behind you to the southwest. Oh shit! And you uh, see how? Yeah, how close does that? How close does that guy? So uh, behind you, as you're trying to traveling that way, you see it's actually over the large, huge lake to the south. You see, and it's low flying. You know that scene in Force Awakens where like the X-Wings are like skirting over the water and um, causing like the water to sort of roil up? It's yeah. the dragon, the green dragon. It's the lowest you've ever seen. And it's, it is at that level. It's at that like low level where the um, its wings are sort of arched and bowed to the side right so like the ends of the wings are sort of dragging through the water causing like that kind of wake on either side of it skirting up water as it's as its snake-like head is basically um cruising either direction looking down and then with like a lightning quick thing it's 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 talons um it's back talons dip down to the water and pull out like a massive fish um and it and it screeches up that's the screech that you heard it screeches up into the air with his fish in its claws and disappears oh, to the southwest. Okay, good. He's got dinner. He doesn't need us. You um, should see if he likes turtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when uh, Avaricious, if he sees the the flash of the of the tube, mm-hmm. um, he would do uh, uh, two things. One is um, he's going to hold up his uh, distinctive right hook. Mm-hmm. Right up in the air because mm-hmm. you know these guys know them, and the in his other hand he's going to hold up uh, one of the bottles of uh, ancient brandy mm-hmm. that he has, and then put it back down, and then just like you know give a friendly give a friendly wave. Okay, cool. So the the, the once again you can't really make out facial features because it's way, way far away, right? And it's uh, also like uh, the sun is on the other side of the pyramid, so he would actually kind of be silhouetted against the sun, right? Okay. Um, but uh, but you do see like he sort of jerks in surprise. He quickly unknocks his bow and puts the bow across his uh, across his um, uh, crisscross across his shoulders, um, and you see him sort of scuttle forward down the shingles of the of that pointed roof, hang his head over as if he's speaking to someone beyond the wooden barricade below him right like he's sort of hanging underneath um you can kind of hear like the you know a little bit of goblin from a far distance uh-huh you know um and then he sort of drops down and enters in past the barricade and disappears within oh okay and you continue uh, on right yeah yeah continue on to the broken head okay so uh yeah it's a th- uh, i'm gonna have to mark double time actually for different parties so like you a double track here. So it's going to take you three turns to get back to the broken head. And, um, we're going to switch over once I give you a brief description, but you, so you, um, your small little party makes its way back to the broken head. Lothar and, and Titus, you're like, yeah, this is what we said it was, you know, you're kind of like a little bit like, yeah, <laughs> not a good adventuring day. Avaricios, <laughs> it looks like heaven to you, like absolute heaven. You're like, Oh my God, <laughs> warm beds, you know? Um, uh, uh, so, it, it looks 
very similar to the shape it was in before Aurisios. That um, uh-huh. it hasn't been that long, right? Actually, in real yeah, time, yeah, this is like the fourth day, I think, something like Third that. Or yeah. Fourth. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you yeah, yeah, this is the fourth day, so it, um, it's hustle and bustle, but it seems to be a lot less of a paranoid atmosphere than it was, uh, when you left the last time, where they were very worried about, you know, your, your, um, your little. Wins, yeah, yeah, the, the the W and all that kind of stuff. Remember that you you did a second one as well, where you met the two members of the Five Fingers down in the Druids retreat and blah blah, blah all that uh, kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So you don't see any members of the Five Fingers wandering around. Okay. Okay. What you do see is the ten members of the Wine Dot cohort that were that were hired to guard the place are sort of packing up their gear and sort of waiting for orders. But you don't see the leader anywhere at the moment, and you don't see Codswallop. All right, Sam. Or Sam. Sam, however, um, is out there, and she's actually kind of helping the the stable hands sort of just kind of take care of the in business. And she sees you, Avaricios, and she is like beaming ear to ear. She looks great. She's like really well rested. All of her wounds oh, are healed. I, I hate her. You, you know, I hate she, her so much. She's right been now. eating three full <laughs> meals a day, cooked by Estelle and Kronos, and you know, so she's, she's like filled out from her time from um, being in prison and in Plunger Town. Uh-huh. Right. So um, it, this is actually like in, uh, you notice like the market difference that like, all it took was a couple of days. But just having more flesh on her bones and good rest has um, markedly increased like actually her natural beauty. Like it's the first time you've actually noticed that, oh, she's actually an attractive woman. Um, uh-huh. And she's also like out of her red scale armor. Right. So she's just sort of wearing like stable hand sort of clothes. Um, and she has her um, hair, her red hair just sort of pulled back in like a loose braid. Um, and she just looks like happy just kind of happy kind of not having to risk life and limb. Um, and but she runs up to you and gives you a huge hug. And she's like, it's so good to see you father. You know? Oh, it is good to see you as well. Um, oh, you know, it, we, we, we've gone a little bit longer than I thought, but you know, the, the other guys, they'll be here anytime now. I'm sure I'm positive but, of this. Are they, are they behind you or, or did you leave them back there? It's dangerous uh, out there in the city. Well, you know, there, you know, how, you know, teleportation can happen. There is a little bit of separation. Um, just, just a touch. Uh, but, what aren't you but, telling me, Frater? I can, I can tell things did not go well down there. Oh, I will fill you in on everything. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, you know, I don't know exactly where they are. Uh, but you know, I have, I, I am a man of faith. Well, I'm still. I believe- under the employ, I assume I'm going to be getting paid, but oh, I was under the employ of Onweir, and I assume he's fine, healthy, and well, you know, the the, <laughs> the good news is, you know, technically you were hired by the AV Club and our organization. True, true. Um, uh, you know, there is some sad news in that we did have some turnover. Uh, no, uh, yes. Father, <laughs> <laughs> you're a horrible liar. Horrible. <laughs> she she looks uh, sad, and she's like, "You're he 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 didn't make it, did he? He he did not. I was trying to soften the blow, but no, it was a uh, a horrible uh, horrible accident. With uh, actually, we came across some of the things that we've seen before. I think you remember. Uh, yeah, she kind of um, looks. She looks a. Like shoots an eye over to Lothar and Titus, and she just kind of puts a finger aside her nose. She's like, 
it's unfortunate. It's a great sadness. That was a uh, a man destined for greatness. Uh, we shall not see his like again. Yes, uh, he, uh, you know, he he rests uh, in a hall of worthies. <laughs> <Jewish in a wood. laughs> um, yeah, and and yeah, he would he would go on to ex- explain that. Um, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, sadly, Gorand was lost as well, and and. Um, you know, without getting into too much detail, you know, I, I'll fill you in later, but um, um, uh, I, I see that you have, uh, uh, you know, been uh, uh, you know, uh, worthy in your guard booties. I appreciate this. Um, I trust there were no issues. There are no we issues. She, she kind of looks and she kind of grabs you gently from underneath the elbow and sort of guides you a little bit away from Lothar and Titus a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's like, everything's fine. But I do have a little bit of news to report that you're probably going to want to be aware of. But you're hurt, Frater. Uh, let's get you inside. We'll get you a meal, and we'll discuss over a meal. All right. Yep. Well, quite frankly, I'm just happy to to be here and to to know that you're safe. Um, our you know our stuff is still safe. Um, but yes, let's uh, let's rest, heal up, and figure out what to do next, huh? Okay. So uh, she leads you into the improper, and uh, we'll, we'll cut there for for those folks, and we'll head back to the the uh, the other party, <laughs> the action, the, the doomed group. No, okay. no, the action group. Special <laughs> <laughs> patrol you're group. Like, you're like shopping and having cocktails. Yeah, and geez, uh, man. Some what should I have for dinner? I don't know. Is it going to be in a fish? land war in a land war in the dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me just change. We got uh, Matt. We have Nyal slash Avaricios. Okay. So Nyal's with us now. And Nyal's with you now, yeah. Yeah, Nyal, Nyal came with you. Let me just give a quick little overlay uh, uh, attention here before I move over to you guys. So you're a cleric. No, you're a fighter five. A fighter level five, yes. Slash cleric six. Good. At least we can work for him. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, I picked the wrong team. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so for those out there, you can finally see how Njal is officially spelled. Right underneath Matt's head there, it's N-J-A-L. Uh, no one has ever gotten that right, I don't think, but there it is. <laughs> okay. Moving back to the action group, down in the dungeons. Uh, you have a very kind of complicated, very large room. Um, this vies for the largest room that you've been in, the largest chamber. Um, it, as far as ceiling height goes, it's number one, <laughs> right? You have never seen anything that where you have not been able to guess how high the ceiling actually goes. And don't forget that there's 25 feet up. There was the remnants of painted frescoes, uh, mostly Thothian. Right. In nature, Thothian in nature, and then above that, um, there does not appear to be anything. Does Nyal have a bow on him? Uh, Nyal does not have a bow, he has a couple of javelins, right? Uh, he's no, got a net, yeah. and Darius, you gave your bow to Yost <laughs> to Yost curses, okay? Because I was thinking <laughs> we could, you know, do a torch arrow and just shoot it straight up and get some information perhaps perhaps it would illuminate the 50 spiders hanging on the ceiling i don't know but uh we don't have a bow okay i so, mean you, we can we can throw 
an arrow. I mean, it's not going to go as far as shot from a bow, but you could throw you don't an, have arrow, an but... arrow because they're with the bow. Are there are arrows all around. They're all on the ground. Oh, the ground. that's true. I mean, um, why don't you just throw your holy symbol? Oh, you're damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as, as you guys are sort of assessing the room and you spent approximately two turns here, um, assessing. Yeah. Uh, you, you hear is it's quiet, right? But then after about two turns, as it moving slowly to the south, you hear a little uh, like like um, grinding stone, just like like, and it's not like constant; it's just like a, and you hear it approximately forty feet up into the darkness along the western wall. Western wall, forty feet up. Okay. Sort of like directly to, I guess it would be your right if you're moving southwards. Uh, what do yeah. I? How is it uh, locationally uh, relationship to those uh, two stone doors on the western wall? Um, once like again, it's hard, to, it's hard to pinpoint, right? You just kind of hear the sound briefly. But I would say, can you see my uh, pointer? Uh-huh. Uh, Generally wait, around wait. this area. Okay. Okay. Uh, and John, we're still kind of where that red, that yellow dot is. is uh, no, you're actually are? further. You were further south in order to explore. So I would say you're right. probably sort of between the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're using so, fallen columns for cover. Yeah, Got we it. were using fallen columns for cover. John, I, my torch has four. Um, has four turns on it. Then I want to run over to this column here, stick it upright in some rubble, and then run back over into the shadows back where the uh, AV marker thing Be- is. Before you do that, is there a, a wall sconce with a torch in it close by? You could light that. Uh, 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 yes, there are. So there are numerous sconces that line the walls at regular intervals. That, but strangely, strangely, unlike other sconces that you've seen in other rooms, there are right. torches in them. Mm-hmm. Right, but not lit. Not lit. So yeah. I'm saying, if you want, Mike, you could go light one. Yeah. Although, that might trigger something. I don't know. Yeah, guys, kind just, of my, my worry, and also the, the whole point is to to have light without being standing next to the light. So okay. Also, also, just a, a point that we should be aware of now with this situation, what is our light source situation? I mean, Ted, you have infravision. You have a door. Uh, Nial does not have any uh, light right. sources. Well, this room we is have, full of torches. We can take them. We can load them up. We can load up. What do you What do you have, Mike? What does Darius have? I have five and a half torches left. Okay. Okay. So I'm sorry, Mike. What What, what were you planning to do before? So, yeah. John, I I, I want to have light. If I throw a torch, does it go out? If you throw it. Meh. I would make a roll. I mean, it shouldn't. It's burning pitch. Yeah. If I'm I, not say throwing that, it into water, you know what I'm saying? I would say I would say there's a one in six chance that it that it goes out. All right. So where I am now, John, I want to throw the torch. Can you see my cursor? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to throw the, my torch into that square there so that I can see. That far, yeah. It, it won't go out. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Where did you say we heard the, we heard the sound coming from here, right? Uh, no. It's kind generally, of over the, here. Generally, okay. this western area right here. Okay, so yeah, so I'm gonna, I want to throw the torch into this square then. Okay. 
So if I'm looking up where I thought I heard the sound, am I seeing uh, anything up there that would ping on InfraVision? Like, you know, a bunch of goblins looking out of a secret hatch they just opened or, you know. Um, I actually need to check. Give me one second. Sure. Good question. Every second you take thinking about it is a second more to still alive. <laughs> um, okay. That's actually surprising. Um, 60 foot. Okay. Yes, and I, apolo uh, I apologize. I should have told you this beforehand. Although I don't think that they're you're in any more danger that you than you would have been um, if you if it didn't ping. Um, no, it's okay. Which no, means it's, a it's lot. okay. It's okay. I just uh, for uh, for a reason that you may find out soon. I thought that it may not ping, um, but uh, yes. Uh, so you notice that there are relatively around the same level, scattered at equal intervals around the entire room i should actually i should say there's three on the western wall equally spaced three on the eastern wall equally spaced 40 feet up there are six pings of infravision okay like i mean do I, you know they're imagining uh, you know sort of predator vision do i see just a blob or do i see like a figure you see a you see a figure that is probably hidden by something up on the right. wall, a little bit recessed into the wall, um, right. and it appears to be hunched and smaller, at least in its hunched form, smaller than an erect human. Okay. Okay. So they're, uh, and they're, they all seem to be in the same pose. And they are recessed into the wall a little bit and appear to be uh, uh, around their base. Like, like, you know, wherever ledge they're sitting on or something like that appears to be obscuring their full form a, a little bit. Yeah. They're behind, they're behind, you know, cover. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're in the windows. Watching. Like if this were a, a big audience chamber of some kind, you know, a gallery 40 feet up would make sense. So, but, but interestingly enough, You've been yeah. here for roughly 20 minutes and there nothing. was no sound, no movement. And, and for those 20 minutes, Ted, uh, you would have been uh, more, would have been aware of them. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I got to tell you, Darius. How hard would you climb? climb up there? <laughs> for Darius? It's, it's like a, like a, it's like a nothing burger for Darius. <laughs> you could scamper up there, no fucking problem. All right, I'll catch you if you fall. Well, it is a sheer right. surface, I would say. So I, I would make you roll. It would be something that um, Morton Avaricio. Uh, I'm sorry, who y'all with here? Morton y'all. <laughs> Come on, John, keep keep it straight, huh? <laughs> sorry, Morton y'all would definitely have to have help. Um, uh, you know, with tools or something like that. But Darius, uh, you could do the climb sheer surfaces. Okay, I'm going, and all of those things are occupied. They all have a light source in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, no, a light source? Uh, not a light source, sorry, a heat source. Heat source, yes. Okay. I'm going to use my second activation of Laryl's Cloak. Okay. I'm going to tie a rope around my waist, mm -hmm. and I'm going to climb up. Did you say they're over here? Sorry. They're, they're equally spaced on the eastern and western walls, three each. Okay, guys, you have a preference? Which one? Just to go right, right here. Yeah, the one okay. that's closest to us. Sure. John, I'm going to try and climb sheer surfaces. 
and try and get up there. Okay, let's roll it. Three, no, no problem at all. This is your specialty as an assassin, Darius. As um, you guys are sort of first time you've actually seen Darius do something totally fucking badass. As he just sort of finds niches in the walls that you didn't even see were there and scampers up like a professional rock climber. Just and you play uh, hacky sack too, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, with, with eyeballs. Oh, metal. Okay. One moment, and I am invisible, John. You are. It takes real skill to hacky sack on eyeball without popping it, I would say. <laughs> I'd be gentle. While on a sheer surface. All right. <laughs> da, da, da. Just showing off now. Yeah. Okay. So you are scampering up the wall. It's difficult to be, you're invisible, but it's almost impossible to be silent. Right. right? Um, but you are invisible. So you you move up. You can hear shifting stone above you uh, more. You guys can also hear it down below you coming from um, where Darius is kind of climbing up. And um, and Darius, as you, but you're not carrying a torch, right? You're just totally visible. I'm just invisible, man. I, I assume I need two hands to, to climb. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay, so yeah. um, after 30 feet, you move out of the radius of any torch, of, of the torchlight, right? And now you're in complete okay. dark. Now you're in complete darkness. Okay, you move. Do you continue into darkness? Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, you move ten feet further up, and you feel your fingers hit like a small ledge. And um, now let me just check to see what the nature of that is, real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Claymores. <laughs> <laughs> nothing it's just like a like a stone so the, the the wall appeared sheer right you move past the archontian plaster work and all that kind of stuff up into bare stone and then you finally kind of feel like a little lip right um for both of your hands to kind of rest on right and you pry yourself up trying to see in the darkness but you can't really and um you hear shifting stone like right next to you right and then right in your face you see a stone face that pulls that the stone actually animates and pulls back into a vicious rictus of a baboon's jaws as it um as it pulls back but it's made out of stone and you can see um uh that in the dark you know i'm just saying that because it's right in your face you can kind of see a little bit um that there are stone wings that sort of spread out they're relatively small from its back sort of like a winged monkey from wizard of oz right um mm -hmm. And it and then it just is like right in your face and it goes and it screeches at you, right? Um just like a black pit in the middle of its stone mouth, and then a stone claw uh is going to whip down upon you. Now you are aware were aware of the noise and that there was you know pinging infravision happening there uh from Mort. So I'm not gonna say that you're surprised. Um so uh why don't we roll for initiative? You were actually I'm a little surprised. You are, you are actually in melee. You are in melee, uh -huh. so I do need you to declare melee movement first, but do realize that you are kind of hanging from a lip. So uh, I'm going to try and climb away from it, John. So I'm going to try and climb down and over so that whatever platform it's on, I am like out of its sight. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So you are going to be doing a. Um, actually, it can see him. He's invisible. Uh, oh yeah, 
Ted, that's a good point. I totally forgot. But he was noisy. You said, yeah, sure, sounded like you could yeah. hear something. But. Yeah. Okay. So retcon, retcon. That's a good point. Sorry. Um, so I think what it would be is that it definitely hears something nearby. And so uh, you can hear the stone thing kind of move forward, like crawl forward. Right. And we'll make this interesting. We'll say that because your hands are on the lip and your head has been basically just, just pried over, you feel a stone claw actually rest gently upon your hand and weigh it down, <laughs> right? And then you kind of see that that simian face, you know, that stone face sort of peer over the edge, right? And it's literally like the, like the bottom of its chin is right at the top of your head that's peering over. Can you kind of picture it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? And it's just sort of like, and it's not making any sound because it's made out of stone, right? So it's just sort of, it's not like breathing or anything like that, but just sort of peering around and down. It doesn't seem to notice that it's like it's, its claw has trapped your hand like right right on the edge. Is it humanoid? It, 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 looks, it looks like a winged baboon made out of stone. Yeah. Oh, I Does see it look like something I can assassinate? You... <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately not and not only that even if it was it, um, i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt with the almost complete darkness that you are in right now so you sure. really can't you really have no targeting ability really the only thing i could i could say that you could safely target would be directly underneath its chin and uh and you could use your free hand to attack the hand that is resting atop your other hand So guys, the smart play is for me to just be real quiet, sit there, wait for it to move its hand, and then crawl back down. Mm -hmm. However, the onward <laughs> play would be to take my short sword and jam it up through its like jawbone. <laughs> I mean, he's leaning on your hand, so you could probably let go with the other one and just hang there. Uh, and then stab it. You do have a free hand. I, I do, but you know what? I just, I'm not David. I can't do it. I mean, it's oh, a good way on. to find out what your new you, sword does. You anticipate, Mike, that you, that Darius could probably wrench his hand free, would definitely mm -hmm. make the, the, the thing aware of, of Darius. Um, and you would probably take a, a smattering of very small damage just because it, it would hurt. You know what I mean? Sure. John, I'm going to freeze in place, right? Okay. Okay. I'm going to attempt to just be stealthy and not move and see if it fucks off and goes back to its, its spot. Okay, moving back down to the guys on the ground. Um, uh, Mort, you see this whole thing kind of take place. Right. Because right? you're, you're seeing two right. two heat sources basically, you know, uh, up there. Do, uh, do, do you want to do anything in response? Because, you know, now we, Darius is frozen. Right. Nothing happens oh. for a second. Do you want to do anything done? Just yeah. for clarity, too, though, in, like invisibility hides from infravision, too. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we don't know where you are. Well, you guys, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. Can't yeah. see Darius. We knew the I plan. See, I see whatever it is up there move slightly closer to me. Mm -hmm. would, and, would we see the rope trailing down from his waist? Because he tied a rope around his waist first. Yes, you would. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you so also, I kind of know where he is. And and more and um and y'all, you can also hear that. You can hear the crumbling of stone up high all around the cavern. Right. Um, that was my next question. So if I look around, do I see the other heat sources kind of shifting and moving? Yes. And not only that, but you can see the heat sources start to grow in size as it appears that all of them in unison are spreading their wings 
and approaching the edge of the niches that they are in. Okay. So, um, goodbye, Darius. And we're going to move. <laughs> That's fucked, man. <laughs> you want to go west or you want to go east? Well, there's those barricades to the east. We Is there one in here, John? Is there? Uh, uh, yes, there is actually. So yeah. Um, All right. So I up. think actually move into there and kind of back up to the wall and uh, get away from that torch. Oh wait, actually, where's the torch? Right here. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I threw it like right into like. Yeah, you this threw way. it. You, yeah, you threw you it. Should move this way then, Matt, and well, get out I, of the torchlight. Well, I need a way to see. I can't fight if I can't see. You you can see. You can see a torch. It's right over there. The like the light doesn't just magically stop at thirty feet. Yeah, you can see right? the light source. You can see the light source. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you just back up against the wall, right? We're out of the torchlight, and whatever's yep. up at those ledges up there, maybe won't see us down here because we're not standing in the torchlight. Okay. Is there, John? You mentioned that these the barricades went up about seven feet, and then seven there was feet. like three feet. Correct. Right. Yep. We might need to just climb over. That's yeah. Okay. Now, as you guys put yourselves out of the torchlight, but against the wall, Darius is hanging, waiting to see if that gargoyle retreats. Um, the other ones are sort of. Uh, I just, I just gave it away. Sorry, <laughs> but you probably guessed. Um, we, we know what gargoyles are, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, and the um, uh, the other ones seem to be kind of approaching the edges of their niches as one. The you hear additional noise now. Uh, both uh, Njal and Mort to either side of them, behind them, down those passageways, you can hear distinct gruff voices speaking in a sort of a pigeon Archontian, right? Like a really like kind of low-based Archontian, which is very difficult to make out. And it's quiet and it's whispered. All right, from and, and you hear multiple of them on either side of those barric on on either one of those barricades behind them, and then far in the distance to the east, you hear a doom, 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 east doom, 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 and you hear like these kettle drums from some somewhere deep in the dark start to beat out a uh, a bass rhythm that kind of sh shivers your shivers your timbers. Mm. Okay. Have we? I'm trying to think. Like, well, Mort, you were sneaking around. You've heard Beastmen talk before. Have, actually, yeah. Yes, it sounds indeed like Beastmen. All right. Some of them have a, a definite um, pork porcine voicing. Some some of them have a uh, a canine canine voicing as well, and some of them have like the squealing high pitched of rats. All don't don't make it sound anymore, oh. Ted. That reminds me of that canoe trip we took. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all seem to be speaking the no. same pigeon Archontian. You also if hear... If a beast um, man comes up to me and tells me I look mighty pretty in them panties, I, I don't know what do. <laughs> I, I knew more wore panties. I knew it. Um, <laughs> I had this inkling. There's, uh, you also hear, uh, uh, it's, it's off in the distance. It's not like right nearby, but you can hear the, um, sound of blades leaving sheet, uh, leaving scabbards. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I think, mm. okay. Then everything, uh, then everything kind of gets quiet 
and all you hear is just that continuous, incessant beating of the kettle drums far off to the east. Do you, uh, you have about like a, a combat rounds worth of time before something else happens? What do you want to do? Um, I wouldn't stay there. Yeah. I, I think if we're hearing all of that activity to the east, you yep, said? Yep. Uh, on either side. Like, yeah, and uh, we could we could get to the double doors without entering the torchlight, Matt. You sneak could. around. Uh, 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 did we ever see what's in that uh, one hallway that's open to the west? No, it's not open. Uh, well, we didn't look in it, but I think John suggests there's a barricade in there because I, I started to go that way and then I didn't. I haven't mentioned anything. I just said the passageway existed. We can. Uh, the torch with the torchlight where it is, we can probably see from where we are. No. Uh, yes, you could. Uh, you can, see, you know, with your angle from where you are. I, I'll, I'll say that you can see another ten foot worth of passageway going to the west, but you can't quite see if it continues on or not. Okay, so not barricaded. Not barricaded. That's correct. Okay. Wish uh, I knew why Miro did this weird line jumping yeah. thing so you have like it's six seconds but i'm, really I'm including accurate. mike in this as well so darius you're kind of hanging there you have like six seconds to to do something right. before i say that something happens yeah. okay I, well i mean john it really depends on whether or not that thing moves its hand so that i can start climbing down it, it yeah. is not no okay. but, but like i said I, you can remove your hand but it will make it aware of your presence you won't be visible right. but it'll make it'll know you're there what um, i'd rather i'd rather hold on for another turn i think we should run matt Run, run, run west. Run west and through yeah. the doors or through the one in the south. The the corridor. All right. Straight so John, across. Straight I'll across. see them running through the torchlight, right? So I'll know mm -hmm. which way they went. Correct. Okay. You, okay. So you guys are going to bolt towards the west, yeah? yeah. Yeah, and then um I'm thinking if we get into that corridor and and um you know obviously uh well not obviously but we believe darius would have seen us but also some of the things up in the niches might have seen us um based on where they're located is there one basically looking right down this hallway is there what looking down the hallway one there of the one yeah like over there uh, i'm sorry but point there okay you said there are three niches up 40 feet up yeah on each side right yeah, yeah. so and they're equidistant. Is one of them positioned to look right down this hallway? Um, it's not indicate like there's no there's no significance if that's what you're wondering. But yes, there's one that generally around there. Yes. Well, what I mean is, like, you know, it'll see the, the walls, right? Yeah. And we're here, and it's here, looking right down the hallway. We need to move far enough in that it can't see us. Right. Is what I'm getting at. I get you. Yeah. Um, I understand the motive, and this may affect you immediately because as you kind of you're like. Let's make for the western corner. Go, go, right, and and you right. and kind of get into the middle of the corridor, uh, in the in the middle of the room. And at that point, yeah. you're able to see with the torchlight down the remainder of the corridor, and you can see, unfortunately, right at the end of where you've drawn, there is a door on the western wall. Oh, All right, that's so let's that's great right news. That's not unfortunate. That's great. Doors lead places <laughs> that are not here. Yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> <laughs> that's the definition of door. I'm, okay, I'm so you guys are in the process of moving that direction. Before you decide if you want to continue towards that door or move somewhere else, Darius is hanging there. Um, 
all six of the gargoyles 40 feet up along the room, including the one that is on top of Darius's hand, loft themselves uh, uh, into the air, freeing Darius, um, and uh, basically circle and screaming in the middle of the chamber. Um, and they are basically pinpointing the two of you in the middle. As they start screeching in the middle of the chamber, the bells of the horns up on the up on the northwestern part, uh, like within like a couple seconds of the of the gargoyle screeching, they start to blare out like a and then the drums to the east pick up the rhythm like as if they're like on a on like a Viking like a Viking or not a Viking ship but like a whatever you so, call like it. a galley a galley yeah like so it's like instead of like a doom doom it's like a doom 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 you start to hear beastmen um, uh, uh, calls coming from the east that are loud and it appears to be like, like it sounds like officers barking orders. Uh, literally. <laughs> yeah, true. Beastmen. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, let's let's wrap it up here. I, I would like to know, though, to the door? Where, where all three of you are actually planning to go. Can we get to the door? Like we got halfway in the room, the beastman took to the air, or the gargoyles took to the air. Did we keep going? Did we get to the door? It's it's up to you. That's what I want to know. Like you were in the process of movement when they lost themselves up, so it's like you, yeah. you, you can still go. They have sure. not attacked yet, but they sure appear like they're about to. I, I think we go down. We try to make it down to that door. See if we can open it. I think we've got to. Okay, Darius, what are you going to do? Uh, as soon as it lets go of my hand, I'm going to start climbing down. Okay, are you going to climb down, or you, or do you want to like? increase speed by kind of dropping and maybe taking damage. No, John, I, don't, I can't, I have no, no margin for error. Here. Gotcha. Okay. I understand. I just, yeah. okay. So you're going to carefully try to get your way back down and I assume, uh, follow your companions then, right. If possible. Yes. Uh, keeping the invisibility click, it's going to be very important that I have those three turns. How long does it take me to climb up and climb down like um, around? Cause you do a hundred feet in a round, don't you? Or is, it, is that 100 feet in a turn? No, it can't be 100 feet in a round. That's like well, way then, too fast. Uh, yeah, the com the combat speeds are different. But you're you're 40 feet up, and you're really good at it, so I would say that it would take you a round to get down, like a combat round. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, So, but that that's a good setup, right? So we're probably going to have to roll initiative right when we start, um, unless we decide to start with the other group, which maybe we will. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're chill at the end. You have wakened the sleeping beast men. <laughs> so, well, well who knows? They, they could be nice. You know, they could, maybe they're very nice. You know, dogs are very, very loyal. Yep. Who knows? Well, we know they don't like goblins because they speared that one goblin on the, well, let's talk about that in the detox. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll leave it there. So, I hope everyone has enjoyed this special extended episode of the Halls of Arden Bull on 3D6 Down the Line. This was our special episode 50 celebration. And uh, wow, what an episode. Things, crazy things have happened that I did not foresee. Go figure, just like any other episode. So, we'll leave it there. You've been watching 3D6 Down the Line. Please do not forget to like and subscribe. And pass along the word to your friends. And don't forget that we've got that public Discord server out there. I've added a whole new play-by-post section. So you can you can get your own games going on there. And we have lots of really fun discussions with a lot of great people and with us. 
So uh, please feel free to join the description will be down below in the description and the show notes. And until next time, everybody, we will see you then. Bye now. See you. Thanks, Thanks John. John. Thanks, John.